Dr. Kurt. <laughs> oh. This is great. This is great oh. podcasting right here. Bartender, bring us another round. This this isn't very good podcast material. Uh oh. This show is a proud member of the Nerdy Legion Podcast Network. Get more at nerdylegion.com. Enjoy the show. Well, just pass me a gold one, but it's that time again. That neon sign says open, and I'm here with all my friends. So just keep them taps a blowing. The first round's all on me. And as long as they keep pouring them, hey, we ain't gonna leave. Well, good God, I'm out of It's open one time. Nerdy Legion Open Bar. Nerdy Legion Open Bar. <sighs> Dewan, I have him sent on a secret mission. I'm just like, no. fuck it, I'll just drink. I don't care. Well, I have moved on to Captain Morgan's private stock. <sighs> oh, man. Is that that spiced rum? Uh, it's not really spiced. Okay. A little so bit. A little bit. It's not really that spiced, only a little bit? Yeah. I mean, it's not like overly. Oh, God. Paul's here. All right, you got me for like half an hour. Let's get this shit going. Well, we're sitting here talking about whose time zone is the best. Yeah, Paul's going to come on here bragging about all the cheap books he found today. So he got today. So he's been sending me pictures of. Picture I sent you, Jay? Yep. Yeah, so that's Strange Tales too. That's the one I, I'm sending you the, the issue that the uh, Hernandez brothers did. Um, right. But it has they did part of it. Jeff Lemire did part of it. Terry Moore did part of it. It's all indie artists doing it, so that's pretty cool. And then obviously Sloth is Gilbert Hernandez. Um, right. I don't know anything else about it, but like for five bucks, why not? Yeah, I don't know. That's not one I've read. And then not only that, but I got Rye and The Wake half price, so I got those two for a total of two twenty-five. I don't think I ever read The Wake. Oh, The Wake's good. That is really good. Is it, I, recently, I've been discovering that I'm not that big a fan of Scott Snyder. Um, yeah, I can. I mean, people kind of blow hot and cold on him. Some of his stuff is better than others. I I like The Wake. I thought it was better than his. What he wrote on Batman. <clears throat> See, I I, I enjoyed his read, Batman. Like, the first issue of the Wake. Uh, I liked his Swamp Thing a lot, and his Batman I liked until the end of Death of the Family, and then I was like, this is just shit. And I stopped reading it. I liked it when it got really oddly un-Batman. <laughs> I didn't like it when it's like, here's this big buildup. Oh, Joker's gone. <laughs> no. Yeah, I could see wrap that, that right up. That arc started so fucking good. It started out with Joker in a police station killing cops. Mm-hmm. It started out so good, and then to end so weak, it just it ruined Batman for me. That ruined Batman. That that arc. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I agree. That arc ended weak. From what from what, but the wake's good, and, and I mean it's Sean Murphy on the heart. So my yeah. guy. And it cost me a quarter. Like a, a quarter box? No, it cost a whole, me a quarter. A quarter box 25 cents. It cost me 25 cents to get the first trade of the week. <clears throat> Doesn't everybody buy comics like this? Occasionally, yeah, when I can run into it, but I don't run across stuff like that very often. 
Ronnie even here? Is he too busy getting drunk to talk? He's drinking. I'm right here. <laughs> I had promises of drunk Ronnie on this call. Yeah, I'm here. I might, I might be ahead of Ronnie. I don't want to overtalk you. So I'm just letting you get out your grievances yeah. that you can't do on the prestigious black and white comics podcast. I don't have grievances. I love well, everything. You know, except you're, you're uh, when you're Scott Snyder now. pussies out at the end of his arc. <laughs> he just to be fair... <laughs> to be fair... Well, what's his name doing it now? Tom King. I, I pretty much felt the same about the end of that, uh, the the Gotham arc. The I am Gotham. Yeah, I guess the with the, yeah with the two superheroes that called themselves Gotham and Gotham Girl because that's really creative naming. Um, like that arc, I thought was getting really good. Then I thought that ended really weak also, and that was when I stopped reading that Batman. Well, believe it or not, that's been the highlight of the run. That's when you yeah. Went on. I'm, that's when you stop doing rebirthically as well. So it's just like, fuck it, I'm done. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I, qu I quit everything. When Superman's the highlights of your world, then uh, you should just quit living. No, Superman's <laughs> not the highlight. Death, I, I have no idea what King highlight. is doing with Batman. I'm still trying to figure it out. We're all still just, trying to figure it out. And that, uh, have you read uh, the uh, issue 24? Yes, sir. Mm -hmm. <sighs> <laughs> I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> I read the last page of that and I'm like, what the fuck are you trying to do? <laughs> yeah. Did you did you guys listen to the Gotham by Geeks where Tom was on there? No, I haven't yet. Not I've yet. got it downloaded. Yeah, he tried. I like how Martin just wholeheartedly accepts like, oh, he just says that he doesn't want to write it like other writers. I accept that now. Yeah, I know. It's like, what the hell? <laughs> no. He's a good guy. We've already had this episode on VCP, right? Yes, all comic people are usually good people, unless you're named Jason Latour or uh, a couple others that I can name. But then, like, oh, right? Isn't that the argument that you guys had for Raper, right? He's a good guy, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> well, that's because Chris didn't like me telling him that... Uh... That he had to like Rafer's writing because Rafer's a nice guy. Chris. Uh, right, right, right. <laughs> like, I legitimately meant that. Chris is like, no, I'm not going to like you just because he's nice. No, he's nice. And he drew an awesome Bebop and Rocksteady for me. So uh, he's obviously the best writer for uh, Harbinger. <laughs> <laughs> of course, that, that argument was background uh, Archer and Armstrong, not Harbinger, but still. Well, yeah. Well, Harbinger, too. Um, but Tom King's a he's a great writer with a lot of stuff, but Batman. I mean, the stuff that I read, I thought was okay. I mean, it was a it was a it was fine. But I stopped reading before it, you know, started pissing off half of uh, half the Batman fans. But then you know, Chris and Daryl love it. Other people love it, so I don't know. Well, see, that's what I was trying to figure out is like, is it in our group, you know, our circle that has an issue with it? Because I mean. The fucking issues are selling gangbusters, so somebody has to like it, right? No, but Batman always sells gangbusters. It doesn't matter what it's doing. Right. Yeah. That's pretty much always going to be the case. Uh, but yeah, I mean, our, I think our group, is, we have certain similarities in our tastes with stuff that it's not always going to be the same for all of us with everything, but um, I think we do tend to get to one track with certain things 
and especially like if if say most of us are just kind of don't like something about it if one of us is railing on it the rest of us will kind of just eventually give in and side with that because you know when, when somebody highlights what what you dislike so much eventually you're just like fuck that's all i can see now mm-hmm. no that's not true that's correct because <laughs> you and because paul and aaron hate everything no yeah, I successfully made hair Aaron hate everything. <laughs> no, I think that's, that's not true. Response. You guys, you guys love Terry Moore, and I think it's garbage. And no matter how oh, many times I tell God. you it's garbage, none of you listen to me. So you need Let's to keep, keep drinking you're because you're. Yeah, <laughs> you need to keep drinking because you're fucking wrong still. No, no, sir. <laughs> hey, are you seeing double yet? Because you might think JRJR's art's pretty good now. No, his oh. art will always be a fucking oh, sack man. of shit. <laughs> Uh, see how that works is you'll look at John Romita art, but you'll think it's JRJR, and you'll be like, fuck this. <laughs> I just oh, try and avoid it all. But seriously, <laughs> I, when I was reading, whatever, The Forge, I was like, okay, let's give this a shot. And then, like, I turn a page. I didn't realize that JRJR did art for that. And I turn a page, and I'm like, what the fuck happened to Superman? And I was like, oh. <laughs> oh. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I don't know. <laughs> when I look at John Romita Jr., if I ever want to think, if I ever want to like it a little bit better, then I, uh, you know, just go look at how kind of I'm drawing a blank on the name. No. Like Suicide Squad, John J.R.J.R. is better than All Star Batman J.R.J.R. I couldn't tell I you. think. I dropped the title as soon as his name went on the cover. <laughs> well, you could throw that in your Duck That Go machine. <laughs> Or whatever the shit. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's what Martin uses instead of Google now is DuckDuckGo. I have used that. That's not. That's not a bad search engine. <laughs> it's got a funny name, but it's. Why? Why are people putting an effort into finding a search engine now? Like, are, are we getting back to that point where it's like, ask Jeeves? That sounds like something valid that I should try. <laughs> what? You don't just go to Yahoo and search on there. Ask Jeeves. I'm pretty sure I hold down the button on my phone and tell my phone what to search for, and it gets the job done. Well, I think that's why we couldn't connect the first time, because I didn't have my AOL disk all the way installed. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when I was digging through to find the, um, was it, Executioner songbooks for you, I had a box with all my comics that had a whole bunch of AOL disks in there. Well, Jesus. I'm like, what the fuck? Why do I have these 20 years later? <laughs> AOL 7.1. No, the look at all the 90s it was, comics. Like 4.0. You clearly just thought they'd be worth something. Yeah. You know what? I should have looked to see if someone on eBay would buy like old AOL discs for some reason. <laughs> Sell them as a set. Yeah. <laughs> now the trick is, if you're gonna read something with John Romita Jr. artwork. Go and read. Go look at some Rob Liefeld drawings first. Oh Jesus! Then you know John Romita Jr. looks pretty good compared to that. You know what though? <laughs> hey, see, I got my I got my cap shirt on here. Let me do a little side thing for Rob Liefeld. Right? I don't even know if I can <laughs> cut towards that far. far out enough or twisted <laughs> the wrong way. <laughs> oh my! The the difference for me is. I grew up reading shitty Layfeld comics, so I'll still go back and enjoy them somewhat. 
Like, mm. I love New Mutants and X-Force and all that crap that he did. But I nothing that Ramita Jr. did ever appealed to me in any way. I can't say there's anything he's even remotely. Paul, you want to weigh in on JRJR? I am completely and utterly indifferent. <laughs> uh, the, the stuff I've seen, it's, I don't know. If if it wasn't for uh, certain people railing on JRJR, I'd probably be just fairly indifferent. When we were doing Rebirthically, when I was still doing it with you guys, there was shit that Aaron oh, was saying he loved crazy. so much that was fucking terrible. <laughs> yeah. Like what? Like uh, that fucking Flash art. It looks great when it was good, and the rest of it looked like he no, like ate I never a pen said and the flash art the was great. I, I never once said that. It. What I said you was were all about it. What I said was I love how they do the speed force effects on the characters in the art. Now you were gushing about it. Go back and listen to any fucking episode where we talk about the flash. You because first every, of all, when you talk to me, you remember that I don't listen to episode. any podcast that I or anybody I know is on ever. Every I talk to you once, and that's it. Episode, I say that the Speed Force art is awesome, and the rest sucks. You were gushing about it. You're like, oh I love God. this art. It's so fucking good. And then I was like, No, it's good right here in this panel, and then it's bad here. And eventually I got you to my side, just like with everything. No, I will never read Terry Moore. <laughs> One day you will. No, I will not. How much Usagi did you buy? Uh, the first <laughs> two volumes. <laughs> Wait a minute, you, you'll read Usagi, but you won't read Terry Moore? Yeah, because Usagi's good. <sighs> he he just has to one day find out that Terry Moore is based off of some uh, old Japanese shit, and he'll be all over it. Yeah. Nope. nope. No. I no. hope he. I hope Terry Moore starts a like young samurai type thing. I won't read it. <laughs> like, all right. Let's see it. what JRJR did. I've been trying to look this up. I'm filled up completely on Japanese comics. You're filled Don't up. Don't want to read any of that. Yeah, I've got no room for Terry Moore samurai books. I I wouldn't expect anything from him. In fact, I know after he finishes Motor Girl, he's going to go back and do a shorter, another series of Strangers in Paradise. Oh, I need to get caught up on that before that happens. I, I need to not read any of it. See, <laughs> Aaron... <laughs> You just need to free your mind, and the rest will follow. No. God damn it, Aaron. JRJR did a shitload of Uncanny X-Men. Yeah, he Aaron, did. Ha- Aaron hates Marvel, so... He loves Uncanny X-Men. <laughs> <laughs> he did so much Uncanny X-Men. He did. I think you secretly love him. Oh my God. But, not, but not the Uncanny X-Men that Aaron likes, though. No, didn't he do, like... When did he start? 175 on to 185, 187 to 197, 199 to 200, 202 to 203, 206 to 211, 287, 300, 302, 304, 306 to 311. And yeah, annual number like four. The 300 was done. around when I stopped. Yeah, so I mean, he did stuff after it got shitty, but he did a lot from 175 to 211. But, but look at the art in those books, and then look at the art for stuff that he does now. Where okay. Superman, yeah, I'm on like his I'm head on is connected directly to his shoulders right now, so I'll be there eventually. <laughs> I agree that he's gotten worse as time goes on instead of the opposite. And you know who's really gotten worse as time goes on? Who? Me? Frank Miller. 
Oh. Yeah. But then sure. again, I went back and read Ronin, and Frank Miller was pretty fucking rough back then, too. Well, yeah, I mean, he's always been, you know, not as polished as a lot of other artists, but I... I like the Daredevil stuff. Yeah, yeah he's done some stuff I really like, too. Uh, yeah, the Daredevil stuff. Dark Knight Returns. Yeah, Dark Knight well Returns done. I like. Um, but yeah, some of his stuff, man. Like Ronin, I always wanted to read that because it was an influence on Ninja Turtles. And, uh, God, it was rough. I'm just glad I paid, like, six bucks for a digital trade on Comicsology sale instead of buying, like, a $30 deluxe physical copy of it or something. I don't even want to talk about it because you got, like, what, Rachel Rising Omnibus for, like, $4? How many different drinks $4. Hmm? How many different drinks do you have lined up that you're taking sips from? I just have two right now. Oh. My oh, beer. Oh, just two. And then the whiskey. Oh. No, my, no. Well, you had a bottle. You had a bottle before too. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a dead soldier. Dang. Oh, okay. Come on. It's here. It's empty. Oh, okay. Every time I look at you, you got another something in your hand. Well, like, I'm drinking. Damn, man. I created a six pack, and then I, you know, people tell me I chose the wrong beer. And I was like, how can I choose the wrong beer? I just go up and create a six-pack and be like, oh, I want that one. Oh, I want that one. Yeah. Yeah, there were a what lot of... What beer did you choose wrong? Uh, I don't know. Garrett said that I already tried it. It's in Slack. <laughs> yeah, Garrett's the one whose advice uh, you're taking on what's right and wrong nowadays? No, no. <sighs> <laughs> the Voodoo Ranger. So, yeah. I don't so, know. Well, I don't know. It just had a cool label on it, and I was like, it's IPA, so I'll try it. It's a lot e- easier for me to choose beers these days. Because you have, like... I was uh, I was very happy to be able to have a beer at dinner. What do you what, drink now? Like, I had a... Miller Lite? No, that still has gluten. Fuck. Um, I had uh, <laughs> a Mission Pale Ale today, and it was good. I had two. Wonderful. With pizza. And wings. Or did you just have wings yeah. No, I had, had wings, too. We spent a shitload of money for us. For Aaron, it's like two cocktails. Yeah, yeah. no doubt. Yeah, those are the worst. <laughs> Fucking take your wife out for her anniversary dinner. Oh, Jay, happy anniversary, by the way. Oh, thank you. Hey, happy anniversary. And then, like... I'll tell you that on our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. It's going to be prestigious. <laughs> I'll tell you that on our podcast, sir. I like to keep it classy. <laughs> Sorry, was I supposed to drink with my pinky out? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. God, there were there were just too many jokes I wanted to go with there. I just crashed and I just I, I couldn't do any of them. <laughs> just drew a blank. <sighs> As did this conversation, apparently. Yeah, way to kill everything, Paul. So much cooler before you started talking. <laughs> I, b- I blame Ronnie's shitty beer choice. <laughs> of course, it's always my fault. Haven't you Everybody learned this by now? Come on, Garrett's like 22. I'm sure he knows a thing or two about beer. No. <clears throat> I was just saying that when Aaron took his wife for their anniversary dinner and he bought her, what, two cocktails? Yes, It sir. was like 60 goddamn dollars. Um, what the they were like 19 bucks a piece. Fuck that, dude. I can get, like, four beers and a steak for that. 
Yeah, she. <laughs> it was it was almost as much as my meal for her two drinks. <sighs> I mean, what is this? Some sort of a Macallan or some single malt scotch that's aged fifty years? That is a lot of my. No, it it was um. Well, for just one, like it's New York apple so. teenies. Oh, like, oh my god! Just like something. Well, next time you need to listen to Martin and Nick because they can, you know, they they're cooking now. So later they'll become mixologists, right? <laughs> and then you can make your own apple teeny for less than fucking six bucks. I bet. I'm sure I could. <laughs> Okay, see, wow. Just the just the word apple teeny. It's just there's not something wrong about that word. <laughs> correct. It's not right. You are correct. There's only one word that should precede martini, and that's dry. That's the only word that should come before <laughs> martini. What was that? Did you pass out? Was it me? Is that Paul? I don't know. Was it me? Paul passed out. <laughs> he Take might have. Gluten got to him, <laughs> or it's his his main internet, you know, mm. state of main internet, which can be kind of dicey. Oh, don't talk about it yet, because you might jinx me. Because <laughs> Missouri internet sucks just as bad. Uh oh, either somebody's pouring a drink or somebody's pissing. Sounds like somebody. I need more rum. Hey, I heard I into a so cup. Somebody's pissing. That's that's. <laughs> I don't even think I only piss in ice. I like to keep it classy. I mean, if that's what they call rum up in Maine. <laughs> Thought that might be Coors Light up there. I've got to take Oh, we're going. I'm, I'm recording, so. I know. I know. We're, but I know Justin will be joining us. Because I've got to take him to task on something. Uh-oh. Oh. Yeah. I can't wait for that. <laughs> <laughs> is is just enjoying us all these uh uh what the hell do they call their podcast collecting valiant all these collecting valiant guys are just flaky they never show up Dewan's not here either well Dewan, i have him s- sent on a secret mission oh well, well aka really he worked eight uh baseball games today in 102 heat so he's passed <laughs> out already <laughs> what i hear is he would have been extra entertaining after all that well the last time he fell asleep <laughs> but he he had like six games that day too so he was like i'm gonna have to pass but i gotta find something else to make him buy from me yeah actually he's um on a secret mission to find a cheaper glitter vendor at, at the gentleman's club because uh... we need cheaper glitter for our magico <laughs> <laughs> Where's Aaron at? I'm right here. I was going to say, because you haven't said anything, and usually you're like non-stop talking, and you get drunk Jake. and you get quiet. What the fuck is that supposed <laughs> to mean? I, there's nine people in this conversation talking at once, so I figured I would not talk for two seconds. Wait a minute. There's nine people in this room? Uh-huh. <laughs> it's that not your dad's root beer that's getting to you, isn't it? Hey, I only had like six of them in about an hour. And then I moved on to other stuff. See, that's impressive. Because that shit is so sweet. I don't know how you went past three. I, I don't know, man. It was one of those days. I don't know. I don't know carbonation. Weeks. What carbonation? Aren't those carbonated? 
No. No? Oh, okay. There you go. I don't drink that shitty stuff, so I don't know. <laughs> now, the not your cherry cola is pretty syrupy. Yeah, I, I got a bunch of the um, Henry's orange just to have something sweet. I drank one and I was like, nope. <laughs> I'm done with these for now. <laughs> I guess... You guys find stuff I've never heard of ever. Really? Yeah. I don't. I Jade, mean, I, this is all because Aaron can't find Zima anymore. What are you talking about? <laughs> I, didn't I not send Zima? you a picture of a pile of Zima? You did. Oh, I gotta show you. I gotta show you guys later. Oh, I wait. went to Walmart. Perfect product placement. There's this big mound of Zima cases, right? Okay. And then, and then right there. Was two Jolly strips Ranchers. of Jolly Ranchers for a dollar ninety eight. <laughs> I was like, "That's perfect product placement." God Wait, Zima man. still exists? Yeah, yeah, it just came back out. Good God! Not only that, well, did good. You know Maybe, uh, Pepsi now this. Did Maybe you know Bartles and James? Bartles and James is still around. <laughs> Bartles and James. Yep. We were at uh, my wife's friend's house for a barbecue. And one of her friends brought, like, a four-pack of Bartles and James. And I was like, damn, how old is that? And they're like, no, I just got it. <laughs> like, what? They still make this? <laughs> Either that oh. or got s- stuck in the back of a warehouse somewhere. <laughs> yeah, like Ecto Cooler. <sighs> Next is going to be... So you know how on, uh, on Facebook people will post, like, a picture from a decade or two ago and be like, ah, that was the time of my life, right? reminiscing about great things that happen. Have you ever noticed how often that's people posting pictures from like the 2000s where they were dressing up like it was the 80s? Yep. <laughs> I was going to take a picture of my MySpace profile and like post and be like, oh, that was the good old days, but I didn't think. <laughs> <laughs> my first friend was Tom. <laughs> Wasn't that everyone's first friend? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Since I somehow missed out on MySpace. I never had a MySpace page. Oh, you were a big Friendster guy, weren't you? <laughs> <laughs> no, I was. I didn't get on my social media. I was a latecomer to the thing. It was already Facebook and Twitter and and the tweet. Do you know? Do you remember your t- Twitter stuff now? Uh, remember my Twitter stuff? What? What are you talking about? Because didn't you have to change it? Cause you I didn't have it? to. I just changed it. I oh. did like that old <laughs> handle, so I just saw something that was more more appropriate. More, yeah, it seemed like more. Appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> something I could remember easier. Now I've got another one because I'm setting one up. I set one up for this new podcast that Dennis and I are going to be doing. So I set up a Twitter for that and then emails. I think that motto should be pretty good. Not another Ronnie Baron. <laughs> Paul says it should be a tagline. But know, it should be. Yeah. I bet we, we. I bet you guys can sell a whole bunch of shirts. <laughs> no one wants your <laughs> shitty shirts, Ronnie. <laughs> Just because I haven't made one for you. You did make one for me. Oh, was, that you ruined Paul's Christmas. Okay, great. I'm glad that you both are here on the same podcast. So that way, Paul, are you have you forgiven Aaron for ruining your Christmas? I still blame Martin. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he used enough tape. <laughs> Here's the deal with that, though. You know, 
So he's like, oh, I sent you this great big package. The problem is, is when it's already three fucking months late. If it doesn't get here, you're still fucked up. <laughs> well, I had a package mishap. Uh-oh. You know, because I texted you. Yeah. So we got the C2E2 stuff, and like I got the XO bottles of beer and blah, 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 right? For JC and Justin. Mm-hmm. And there were some comics that Dewan wanted me to send. Because the whole proper thing was the weekend after C2E2, I was supposed to meet Justin in Kansas City. Mm-hmm. Well, that didn't happen. So then I, I was like a month late, I guess, sending it, right? So I was like, well, I'll just... T- uh, it was like a 32-pound box. Let's put it that way, right? That's a heavy box. Yeah, so it had three bottles of EXO beer in it. It had the Game of Thrones Special Edition beer in it. It had a bottle of Broken Skull Ranch uh, Steve Austin IPA in it. Then it had extra comics in it. It had the prints. It had the flats that we got at the bar. All that, right? So, my dumbass, I thought about it and thought about it, and I was like, man, I should put these four fucking beers and just ship those separate, put everything else, and ship those. Nope. Guess what happened? The Stone Cold beer. It didn't come open because Justin sent me pictures of it. It just leaked. So the cap was still on it somehow. And it pretty much ruined like fucking everything in that box. <sighs> Stone Cold ruined everything just like he ruined my goddamn childhood. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. But, he was an absentee yeah. father. Oh, that, that explains that comment. That, uh, the soggy books comment. Yeah, someone soggy books comment the other day. Yeah. I saw him on Slack. <clears throat> yeah, Justin texted me and he was like, "Hey, I got some good news and I got some bad news." And I was like, "Ah, oh, fuck, here we go." And then he was like, "Good news is your box came." And the bad news is, and then he like just sent like six pictures all at once, and I was like, "Fuck." <laughs> so then he replaced some of the of Dewan's books. And then he replaced a couple of gym stuff. And then I'm just PayPaling him the reimbursement damage for it, which was a hefty amount because some of those books. Luckily, Dewan's metal <laughs> EXO cover was fine. Oh. Because that was in the box, yeah. Oh, man. That, I yeah. didn't even want to take it. And I was like, oh, God. And then, like, I was like, okay, I got to get this shit out of my hands because I'm tired of holding a $1,000 book. No, what you should have done is you should have sent part of a box in the mail to him <laughs> <laughs> and just kept the EXO book. And, like, 20 years from now, I've been like, hey, who wants this $14,000 EXO comic? <laughs> Uh, or just get one of the regular exos and rip the front cover off of it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would have been fucking mean. So here, here's your uh, here's your brush metal exo. <laughs> oh my god, that would have been oh. so funny. It would have been great if you sent that and then like the next day sent the real one in like its own package just to mess with them for a day. <laughs> You're like, dude, I don't know what happened. <laughs> Gets the. I blame the Postal Service. Well, I have nothing which, to do with that. Which comes back to I blame Aaron Bell. So, like, it was tw- trending worldwide the other day. 
hashtag fuck you, Aaron, right? Or fuck you, Bell. Which one was it? I don't remember. Fuck you, Bell. There you go. See, no, none of them was. were trending. It was trending. It was trending on his Twitter too. <laughs> no, I looked. It was not trending. It's like the WWE <laughs> lying about their trends during events. Well, that's because up in New Jersey and New York, you guys trend about other stupid shit. Yeah, because there's people actually living here. Is that what you? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, people that pay thirty dollars. I didn't say smart people. people. I said people. <laughs> <laughs> So, Jay, if you take your wife out tonight for her anniversary and she wanted the Apple Teeny and they said, okay, sir, it'll be $19, what would your response be? (sighs) (laughs) (laughs) Because it's her anniversary, I would say, sure. There you go. Go ahead. But she didn't. She got a... She got a cilantro mojito. Interesting. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. Cilantro is a herb. It's usually used in uh, Mexican Southwestern style cooking, and the mojito is a rum-based drink. And she ordered that. We went to the a Mexican Tex-Mex restaurant, <laughs> place that's open up near us. So, um, I just had a standard top shelf margarita. Top shelf. Well, yeah. Shake I mean, you third. <laughs> <laughs> No, you pretty much have to shake a margarita, I think. I just think it's funny. Ronnie is sending me, like, videos of these uh, vending machine bars with, like, these beer walls. And he's like, oh, my God, if I ever visit you, we got to go to this place. So I looked it up, and then I started sending him the prices for an ounce of those beers. And some of them, it's like thirteen ninety five an ounce. And I'm like, uh, <laughs> an yeah. ounce? I'm like, Ronnie. You could go there with like a hundred dollars to get two drinks. Yep. And what did I tell you after that? <laughs> yeah. Fuck that shit. I'm out. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. But the walls and stuff, it was awesome because you just hand them your debit card, and then they give you like this fake credit card, and like this whole wall is nothing but taps, and you just go up there and scan your card or your pretend card or whatever and just that and then Aaron sent prices and I was like yeah no so you go to this place get inebriated say here's my real money give me something to where this doesn't feel real to me yep and uh don't tell me how much it's gonna cost either just uh let me wave this shit around yeah it's like the people that go to Dave and Buster's for months and months and months playing games so that they can get themselves like a PlayStation 4. And you're like, <laughs> you realize you spent $1,100 to just get a PlayStation 4. <laughs> you could have just gone and bought one. Like, yeah, but we were playing games. <laughs> okay. Uh, to be fair, they're probably the type that still listens to Limp Bizkit and wears backwards hats. <laughs> oh, damn. Ronnie doesn't have a backwards hat on. Nope. It's not backwards. <laughs> Is it red, though? Is it at least red? No. Nope, it's blue. <laughs> Sorry. He's wearing his corn hat. <laughs> corn. <laughs> well, everybody knows you wear a corn hat face forward. <laughs> everybody knows Hey! Look who came to the bar. Who's this? Is this E-Heart? Yes, it is. We all have stuff to yell at you about. I haven't decided what I want to yell at you about. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on, hold on. This is, I don't this... have anything to yell at you about. Hold on. That's not true, Ronnie. Make something up. Come on. Hold on. Let me do this. Be quiet. There well, we go. So. There it is. I'm going to yell at you. I'll yell at you first. Avery Brewery co- Company. So. 
I'm going to yell at you. Uh, I have nothing to yell at you about, so that's what I'm angry about. Oh, God damn it. Why do you have to yell? Why do you have to take the easy thing, Aaron? God damn it. That's what happens. I went uh, first, so I got the deep easy one. Hashtag fuck you, Bill. <laughs> <laughs> trending worldwide. No, it might be locally, but it is not worldwide. Well, it's not trending in Hoboken where you're at, so. I, I'm nowhere near Hoboken. Well, I think <laughs> New Jersey is trash, so you oh live in New God. Jersey. Oh, my goodness. Well, it's, it's probably worldwide because uh, I saw on the internet recently, Aaron, about your trips to Thailand. So. What? <laughs> oh, never mind. We're not supposed to talk about that. No, seriously, <laughs> keep that on the down low. We were just talking about $20 mar- Apple Teenies. Ugh. Oh, man. Uh, yeah. But Jay does have a serious question for you, though, Justin. No, I don't, I'm not going to yell at Justin. I just was like, I, said I saw your Facebook post and about the uh, XO from Britain that you got from UK. And Yeah. I, I've looked at those pictures, and I don't know what you're carping about. That book's a solid 5.8. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's like a solid point five eight. <laughs> but doesn't you know, it make it that, more rare, though, that it's like bent in half completely? How about I go in, grab it, and burn the corner of it like Matt Kent does some of his books, and I'll put it up and say it was the uh, open bar number four variant edition. Okay, that works. Yeah, I mean, I could do that. <laughs> I want a book burnt by Matt fucking Kent. Martin got one and then purposely lost it in the mail. Uh, he didn't burn mine. He just no, no he just I told sketched her, on my I said, cover. Go to Matt Kent and tell him to burn a fucking page of this book because I want that. So he picked uh, he he did uh, Rye or not Rye uh, Ninjack and burnt a page with Roku. Martin showed me and everything, but it was in that box that mysteriously vanished in the mail. No. I sent you red hand that had the burnt page in it. Oh, that has a burnt page in it? Yes. He, he oh, shit, I didn't know that, Ronnie. Yeah. He yeah. already sold that to Garrett. Oh. <laughs> I should have at least looked at it first. Fuck. Yeah. No, no, I I, uh, I knew that he signed it. I didn't... Actually, I don't know if I knew that he signed that one either. Yeah. I thought you just sent me... The, yeah, I knew you sent me the, the autographed Ninjack. And then he uh, did a little sketching on the inside and then burnt the page. Oh, awesome! Yeah, I, I don't honestly, I don't know if I saw that because I don't think you told me that one was signed. So I put it on my bookshelf. It's in line to read with my hundreds of other books to read. <laughs> well, that's awesome! Yeah, see, Ron, this is why Ronnie's my favorite. Martin, you know, Ronnie, I may have waited seven years for your package, but it was well worth it. See, it's nice that Ronnie actually sends you stuff because he he picked up a a gold key alliance <laughs> sketch cover for me because I couldn't hey, find this, one. This is so and old then, news. Everybody heard this on Open Bar or the other Oh, time. Did, did you talk about that? I don't listen to it. I'm turning yeah, it into We Paul. talked about it in the hotel. Uh, it, I got my. I got the free... Uh, yeah, you got my book sketched. Bill Hester sketch on it. Yeah. Dick. Doesn't even See, it worked it out, though, because instead of Ronnie sending me the one thing he got for me like seven years ago, he sent me like ten things. Yeah. And, well, uh... It got here intact, too. At least too. I didn't send you nothing liquid in it. Yeah, I didn't ask for any beer, so <laughs> I wasn't what, fucked. Though? You're not supposed to send anything liquid or fragile or perishable through boxes like that. I'm just gonna you know, you know what I'm hearing here, Aaron, is he lied when they asked him that. That's my They yes. said, will you tap the little yes or no button? He said no. Yep. I did say yes. I even packed the good, I thought. 
Apparently not, because yeah. you left yeah. an open beer in Martin there. Martin thought so, too. <laughs> well, that's just because Aaron works for the fucking U- USPS. I don't touch your boxes, man. <laughs> not, not what I read on the internet. <laughs> you could ask Ronnie. I sit and read a lot of comic books. Yeah, I don't get oh. it. Hard work? I'm, I'm, that's a lesson to learn. I'm going to write that down. Uh, never ship comic books and beer. In the <laughs> when I... You know, that's not I, just I, something that intuitively you would not do. I mean, you know, like, there are many things intuitively I would not do in that situation. <laughs> I sent Dewan a uh, Archer and Armstrong beer, and then all of his EXO covers because I got five sets of everything, and uh, Dewan and Jim both got a set, and then there was like some some rare ninjacks in there, and I was like, all right, this beer, I put it in a bag, and then in a like. Eight, 16 by 20 bag, zipper bag, in bubble wrap, and then in peanuts in a separate box. I was like, this motherfucker is going to make it. I don't care. And, uh, you know, shit happens. So it's all oh, It's good. okay. You can make fun of me all you want to now, buddy. <laughs> no. About, about no, I was like, four drinks from now, Ronnie's going to be yelling at all of us for making fun of him for how he packed the beers. No. <laughs> Hey, you dicks, you said he should have put it in a different box. <laughs> he could have at least bagged them. It would have been okay if it was like an Exo beer getting on it, but it was a Stone Cold Steve Austin beer. Yeah. It was it was an extra, two extra one was... of the two extra beers he put in there for Gemini because... Because uh, I was know, late. He was, he, he was, you were busy. You know, you got shit going on. Plus, it was the end of the school year for... You know what you do with coaching. So and the point you is, you, your thoughtfulness fucked you. Yeah, that, basically. <laughs> yeah. Basically. By like oh, three hundred dollars. That beer was a three hundred dollar beer. Mm-hmm. So, so were they just kind of loose in the box? So like, as you're walking into the post office, you can hear the bottles rolling around, <laughs> rattling. Not it, it didn't even break the seal, right, Justin? The lid was still yeah. on it. It just you, wasn't. Don't worry, Jay. It. That. The, the, the comics, they, they deaden the sound in between the oh, beers. That's that's, yeah. <laughs> he did. He that's wrapped he did. He each beer in the comic comics. Yeah. Around oh. <laughs> it's like the race of Ronnie Barron tonight. Yeah, hashtag a bunch of dicks <laughs> is trending worldwide now. <laughs> uh, uh, with friends like you guys. <laughs> See, Ronnie, I, I usually use like shitty old image comics for the packaging, not uh, <laughs> not the books people paid me for. Yeah. See, like you said, my good nature thoughtfulness just fucked everybody. It cost hey, me three dollars. The most important thing here, Ronnie, is uh, it didn't harm me at all, so I still love you. <coughs> I'm still the favorite. I know. <laughs> hey, you pretty three, much are it. Right? I gotta say, since you became the favorite, nobody has done anything right. So you're still solidly the favorite. I set the bar low. <laughs> no, 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 no. You set the bar high. You may have taken many years, but like when you did it, you did it right. In all yeah. fairness, I don't even care to try. Yeah, you stopped caring once it once it took see, effort. See, I'm the favorite, and Aaron is Paul Jr. and he just hates everything too. I don't hate everything. I like Paul. <laughs> oh, he's making God. a murder shed and everything just to, you know, yeah. 
imitation is a sincerest form of flattery there. No, well, my... he lives in the state of murder shed. So. Yeah. <laughs> we learned this stereo versus mono thing when we did our very first podcast and right away Mike Myers was like I can't hear one of you yeah I remember that I remember that day vividly uh, Martin like we recorded the podcast the very next day Martin bumped it out to people and so we started getting feedback right away and uh, my wife and I and my son went on a drive it was when we were living in uh, the apartment we lived in before we bought the house. We were driving around just like looking at houses that were listed, basically. It was probably like a year before we bought a house, a little over a year. But, uh, yeah, I remember that day. The rest is history. It's a fantastic <laughs> story, Paul. It's a great story. Everybody here is talking to each other literally because that happened. No. No. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'll buy it. I'm buying it. Nope, I refuse. <laughs> you think any of you would be recording a podcast right now with each other if Martin and I hadn't done VCP? I don't know, Ronnie. Boy, I, you I are can humble. honestly say I would not be. No, uh, it has nothing to do with humility. Aaron insisted he wasn't a podcaster for the longest time until we forced him to be. Uh, <laughs> Ronnie started uh, the wrestling podcast with "He Who Shall Not Be Named" because Martin and I kick their asses till they did it and then he quit us like never, everything well to be fair i never actually joined that podcast I, I did the first episode with you guys and then uh everybody told me but, i swore too much but we got your cousin mike so that was better that was my plan the whole time i like i knew my i knew mike would be great doing podcasts. Be like, hey mike this is so-and-so and here because nobody nobody listens unless you manipulate them so i manipulated you guys so basically you're like lex Luthor. Yes. Like Fucking a shitty genius. Lex Luthor. <laughs> He's like super poor and he has no cool scientific knowledge. <laughs> I have plenty of scientific knowledge that I can't apply well. You didn't build an awesome Superman suit so you can fly around. That's entirely not true. <laughs> uh. See, Justin and I know exactly when we're going to meet each other again for Kansas City unless something happens and one doesn't See? show up. You say things like, again? I say things like, I've never met any of you. One of these days, you'll be as cool as us. Yeah, the other day, Ronnie's like, oh, we don't get to see each other for a fifth time this year. <laughs> I haven't met anybody. I haven't even met Martin. The only person I've met is Rob Mullen. Yeah, I was going to say. I'm, I'm sorry. I've met him, too. It, and what? you guys ate at uh, Wahlberg Burger, is that right? Wahlburger? <laughs> yeah. Marky Mark's yeah. place, mm -hmm. or Marky Mark's brother's place. Yeah, it was it was a very good burger, and uh, it's something I will probably never have again because uh, now I can't eat that shit. Well, I can't eat the bun. I can eat the burger. But who's gonna go to a burger place and be like, "Hey, don't give it to me on a bun"? No, you just don't go to a fucking burger place. See, around here, that's like semi-normal for like weird health people. That's like, yeah. I don't eat bread. I don't eat this, so they just get patties. I fucking live in uh, Boulder, Colorado. Oh yeah. When I order when I order a burger, people look at me funny. Oh, you're not getting a black bean on gluten free bread yeah. with uh, <laughs> 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 unwashed lettuce and you know whole tomatoes yeah. and mayo so, straight from a horse. Yeah. Sprout. So, I gotta have sprouts. sprouts. Did you Did you see my post uh, uh, about what I had for dinner, Justin? 
know that you sounds went, lame. But. Yeah, you had gluten-free pizza. What well, we went to? No, we went to Portland Pie. So this is the thing. <laughs> so I mean, I I have no idea who's gonna fucking listen to this podcast. To be honest, but anybody who's listened to to, to, to VCP knows. I like I can't eat gluten anymore. But the thing is, is like it's changing your life when you suddenly can't eat eat a bunch of shit that you love. You know, I I couldn't drink beer anymore, all that kind of shit. So when you can't have gluten and you go to a restaurant, you either well, there's a couple ways you can go. You can be the pretentious douchebag that's like, well, I can't eat gluten, so can I have these croutons without gluten? It's like no, they're fucking crouton. <laughs> okay, so uh, you know it's. What happens when you go to a restaurant is you either get the places that have the uh, the like the one hard copy gluten menu, like this is the gluten free shit. We're gonna hold on to it while you look at it because it's the only one we have. Um, or you get the places that are like, well, I think if you get just meat, you won't have gluten. So uh, Portland pie, I love Portland pie. Um, there's a few Portland pies around Maine. Fantastic fucking pizza, and uh, I haven't been able to have it forever but uh they sell their their dough in grocery stores here too and they actually have a gluten-free dough and most gluten-free pizza fucking sucks because gluten-free dough fucking sucks uh but portland pie is like just getting it in the grocery store is actually good so i was really excited to go to the restaurant and, and get it and so my wife was looking online and she's like oh man look at all this stuff so like they they really like hey look at all this stuff you can do gluten-free there's like all these different pizzas you can get there's sandwiches you can get like they make it easy to be gluten-free so like we go there and i ask them do you have a gluten-free menu they don't get me some fucking stained up only copy in the store gluten-free menu they just go get they have a fucking gluten-free menu so it's great they went over and got it brought it to me i got pizza i got beer i got wings i have anything like that in over a year and it was fantastic so paul the pizza that you had yeah was it like regular flat pizza or was it like deep dish like pie pizza gluten-free pizza is usually going to be thin crust it comes out better that way if you have it thick like it it doesn't cook right if it's thick so it's like it's thin crust so uh, adam alamo won't like it then because that's the pizza he was bitching about when we were at c2e2 uh, it's okay because you know he didn't like anything. Yeah, except Archie and Rafer. Yeah, as I say, he's kind of hard on for damn parent. So <laughs> Fernando, Ru- 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 <laughs> Ru- Fernando. Yeah. Way to be able to say a sp- uh, Hispanic name, Ronnie. Good job. It's like the seventh different drink we've seen him have, so it's okay. I forgive you, Ronnie. <laughs> <laughs> and I gotta say, Justin looking badass as always. Yeah. In my profile pic or live? Yeah. Your, your profile pic. Dude, I don't even know what the hell that is, man. <laughs> Eternal Warrior. That's Eternal Warrior. Ch- Chick oh, Six yeah. Scars, yes. So, yeah, Justin, I was thinking about you the other day. Actually. Yeah, that's, oh, yeah, that was the first piece I bought from Lewis. So, we had him out to sign at our big store uh, four years ago. We had like. 20 artists. We had like Rick Veach, Brent Peoples, Matt Clark, Kent Lewis, Dice Art. We tore it up. We went to Joe's Crab Shack one night, open bar. We went to a, a steak place one night, open bar. Like Jai Nitz. You know Jai, Ronnie? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it was just crazy. There, We had some local guys, but we, we flew Rick Veach and his son Kirby, named after Jack Kirby, out. 
And uh, Lewis, I bought that piece from him. And uh, his wife wouldn't let him buy Transformers. So I was buying these Takara masterpieces from Japan for like 250 300 bucks, and then shipping them to him and trading art for it. So that's how. Because <laughs> so, he was still a school teacher at the time. He was teaching fifth grade special ed in Georgia. So he, you know, he had all the insurance and everything, and he was doing the art at night and all the layouts. And he was like, "Dude, I'm a huge Transformer collector. So if you want to trade art for Transformers, let's do that." So I, I got like eight pieces from him, you know, for dirt cheap because I would just buy the Takara masterpieces for you know two fifty, three hundred bucks. And now he sells his covers for two grand, you know. So yeah, I yeah. I've, I've got. 15 or 16 of his covers and then i've got probably 40 interior pages and one thing that i do have is uh all of bloodshot 25 the glitch storyline i have every interior page in the cover for that in a book so wow nice yeah i have all those interior pages in the cover too in my book yep i am (laughs) (laughs) yeah it cost me like four bucks um, so at at about uh, three zeros behind that, that's what I paid for my coffee. I absolutely love Louis Larosa. Like, obviously he's a great artist, but um, when I was uh, dealing with serious back issues, he was so fucking cool. Like, I he would just talk to me about like, because I mean, I, I'm sure you guys all know that like he has serious back issues, and his his issues are more serious than mine. Um, but he was just talk to me like hey you should try doing this you should try doing this but just having somebody that was like supportive when i was going through what i was going through then was fantastic and for it to be fucking Louis larosa it really goes to show like when you get to know an artist or a creator because you want to get to know them and you become friends with them you get good deals because they're not i mean yeah you're still gonna pay them for stuff but like they're your friends so like they look out for opportunities, you know. It like it's a mutually beneficial thing. Um, there's, a, you know, I'm lucky enough to become friends with one person, but uh, like, it's like I'll just chat with them sometimes, and like when they're doing something, like I'll, I'll usually get a better opportunity than the average person would, you know. So yeah, I have no, I have no famous friends. Ronnie, Ronnie, right here, dude. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> thirteen thousand people 13, listening to me every downloads. fucking week. I know, I know. <laughs> and they want to hear you talk about your new house and ball cards. God damn it, that's your next. Yeah, they do. That's what I've been saying. See, Martin, Martin, he was all like, you know, Chris was like, you need to talk more goddamn Valiant on your podcast. So Martin's like, we need to talk Valiant on our podcast. I'm like, no, we need to talk on our podcast. With 13,000 uh, listeners, you got Dinesh at least listening to you putting out quid baseball cards. So, <laughs> and We know that said, Robert Mendini listens to us, so we got at least one person that does. <laughs> I know. We heard the last episode. Oh Nobody follows you on Twitter either. <laughs> Nobody does. It's ridiculous. Go follow him right now. That's I actually true. voted in your last poll, him. man. Jesus. Yeah, one of 17 people who voted. Hey, Thank I you. always vote. You always complain that no one does. I know. Our 17 votes don't fucking count, nope. obviously. No. Nope. I'm going to start boycotting Hey, did I, did I talk about what you voted for? 
I don't know. You what the fuck did you guys vote for? I voted the for the freakiest are. freak in the Valiant Universe. We talked about that. I know. I'm you didn't even talk about Mr. Twitter Twist. Polls. I voted for. No, we didn't talk about Mr. Twist. January. See, that's 1st. why you guys should vote, and then also like say something, because when you say you something, it gives us some uh, some shit to run with. Now there's fucking rules to the poll. Yeah, don't <laughs> put, don't there's put no rules. I'm just saying is you don't like how we vote when when 17 people vote. If you say something on top of your vote, we're gonna talk about what you say. Well, I'm pretty sure that if there's only 17 people voting in your polls. That most of those thirteen thousand downloads are bots. <laughs> at what point do you think I'm not okay with that? Oh, I don't care. I, I assume that you're okay with whatever. <laughs> but that's that's what our Patreon money is going for. It's Martin is the buying next bots question. To whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Patreon money has nothing to do with the podcast. That's fucking database. Database. I don't get shit. I give you. Well, I can tell you this: less about five percent of the people that follow you on Twitter voted. (laughs) (laughs) Since I'm the favorite, I just got a raise, so I get double of shit (laughs) because I made fake shirts for everybody. And one, I was proud of one because it actually sent tremors through the fucking internet and had people bitching about it. And it's funny, and that was a shirt. Uh, you made the one shirt that pissed people off. But it's what's funny is it was a shirt that I made as a goof that Ronnie just redid, and his was the one that pissed everybody off. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, not to downplay what you did there, Ronnie, but I mean that was that was a Valiant Comics fan database. It doesn't. Take much to piss those people off. Oh, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> See, I was just the funniest thing was was it who who was it that shared the uh, the screenshot of uh, a certain person, not explicitly like calling that out, but like essentially talking about it. So somebody did that. I was like, oh come on, are you serious? And uh, then somebody else. Sent me a private message and was like, I like the shirt. I was like, what, what shirt are you talking about? Because like, I, I was busy when all that stuff happened too, so like, you know, whatever. And they liked that shirt specifically, and I was like, oh yeah, people are, uh... and I, you know, when people say I like something, you don't know, uh, you know, 100% if they're being serious or if they're like, oh yeah, I like that shit you did, you know? Right. Um, he legitimately thought it was funny. Um, so I was like, yeah, you know, whatever. Uh, like, I wasn't a big fan of this shirt because I don't want, uh, essentially, I don't want something, but I don't want a shirt for my podcast having profanity on it. Right. Um, so that, that was my hang-up with the shirt. But, uh, Martin and I are doing research, actually, and if we can have an actual shirt website and we can make up ideas... Like and then have like collecting valiant, and then two shirts that goes from collecting valiant besides the collecting valiant main logo one, right? So like a consignment type thing where the website would print them and ship them, and then whoever gets the other 25% of whatever, you know what I mean? Kind of like um, ProWrestlingTees.com. That's the best example I can give you.
so now that Paul's gone, I could talk about this great dinner I had. It was gluten. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, gluten-wrapped gluten. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, well, Ronnie gonna... shipped my gluten with a bunch of open beers, so it kind of got soggy, <laughs> but... <laughs> I was going to tell Ronnie, well, you had pizza, we had pizza too, but it was real pizza, you know? So. Yeah. You mean Paul? <laughs> yeah. No, I wanted yeah. to tell you. <laughs> oh, you could tell me. <laughs> hey, Ronnie, I had real pizza tonight on the barbecue grill. <laughs> <laughs> you <clears throat> barbecue pizza? That's awesome. <laughs> it had, and it was like double gluten. You know, kind of like <laughs> extra cheese that had extra yeah. gluten in it. You know what? You don't, you can't you don't just salt the barbecue grill. I know that. It's fantastic. Yeah, we did a... Uh, um, I'm from barbecue. Missouri. We do Chicken. a lot of shit that's backwards oh, here, so I know that. <laughs> I think other than last night, I've cooked... Between my wife and I, we've cooked the last 14 nights on the grill. Wow. Dude, we made tater tots on the grill to go with the sandwiches we made, and those things were the fucking bomb. Nice. So how so, does one make tater tots on the grill? Put tin foil on down. a pan with tin foil. Yep. I mean, was it just like pre, pre-bought tater tots, or did you like actually make your own? Uh, we normally that was make the everything, but the tater tots we don't make. We don't, you know. Yeah. Well, I was just curious. You don't have a yeah. totter machine. A totter machine. <laughs> oh my God. I think they had that on Arrested <laughs> Development though. <laughs> There's always money in the banana stand. There's always money in the banana stand. I was in uh, Irvine, California for work for a Christmas party this past December, and my boss couldn't make it, and he and I talked to Arrested Development all the time, and there were fucking banana stands all over <laughs> the beach, and so I kept taking pictures with, you know, selfies at the banana stand, and I'd send them, there's always money in the banana stand. <laughs> and I did that, like, you know, several different locations that day. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, Jay? Yes? Are you still drinking? Yeah, I am. Got a little bit of bourbon. A little splash of, just tiny splash of lemon on on ice. What kind of bourbon? Oh, this is just uh, cheap Weller stuff. Right on. Not the good good stuff. Not the good stuff. I see how we rate. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, bottom seller. I've heard the first four episodes. I know how these guys work. <laughs> I'm from Kansas, so a good beer was, you know, like PBR or Natty Light. So oh, I loved going in Columbia. They had <coughs> tin can uh-huh. and everything. And I'm saying everything was served in a can except for shots. Natty huh. Light was 15 cents. Yeah. <laughs> So I'd walk in that place with a $10 bill, and I don't remember walking out. And that was like Wednesday, Friday for me back that, then. That was like um, my, the girl that I was dating in high school. When she graduated, she was going to she went to college up in Montreal. So me and a couple buddies went up to visit one time, and there was a bar. And their special that weekend was four shots for $10. And at the time, the conversion rate, like $10 Canadian was about like six dollars american so we were i mean we were getting just destroyed friday night (laughs) we were completely fucked out of our heads and then saturday we're like 
I don't know if I could go back there. <laughs> like, I, I don't think I would survive two nights in a row at that bar. But we ended, up back, we ended up back there. But, oh, my goodness. And because we were spending, like, we didn't give a shit how much we were spending because it was so cheap that the bartender's mm-hmm. throwing us free drinks because we're tipping like crazy. And we're just like, oh, yep. my God. <laughs> That's what my wife does at a comic convention. You know, she'll befriend the hotel bar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. and she'll walk up and the people will be like four or five people deep you know and she'll raise her hand ronnie can attest to this he saw it last yeah. year at planet comic-con and then it, it, this guy tony in kansas city walk you know he'll walk up with a double tall vodka tonic and just pass mm-hmm. it through everybody and hand it right to her and like three beers and <laughs> yeah so uh, tipping the bartender well yep. is where it's at. Yep. It pays well off. <laughs> because I don't remember White Russians after like three that night. Dude, we were outside having a blast until fucking three in the morning Friday, Saturday night, man. It was awesome. <laughs> was. We went inside and got and saw Tom Felton get pissy because nobody was talking to him. Yeah. And, man, I got so... I threw up at Planet Comic Con last year. I don't know if I ever told you this. <laughs> oh. So I'm I'm having drinks with you, and I don't drink a lot anymore. Like, this beer tonight is the first beer I've had in a while. And uh, anyway, so, you know, you and I are having drinks. I'm, I had whatever. And then um, Nii Rafino was there with her uh, boyfriend Martin and oh my god I had more drinks and I got sick and then I went to the bathroom to throw up and Ebass was in there Eric Basaluda and he saw me <laughs> I come out and I go oh man and he goes you alright homie and I go yeah I need another one so I went straight to Tony at the bar and got another drinks to cover up my my vomit <laughs> <laughs> it was fucking horrible, man. I don't know. You and I had three or four drinks with, and I was drinking Corona. Put the lime in and then fill the neck up with Citron. Yeah. And then I, I remember having a White Russian with you <laughs> at like one fifteen before they called last call or one thirty or whatever it was, and they still served us until after two. Oh, we yeah. all had a. Oh man. Because that's when we went back with Dan and Amy and sat in that like thing, right? Yeah, we were with Dan and Amy, and I think Allie and her husband, Josh, and there were you and I, and then Matt, Matt Waite, and... And then one of my friends. Yeah. That was actually the the one I've been talking about this week, actually. Ah, right on. And then, yeah, like, we were just... And then, um, what's his name? Um... Amos guy, right? He was like two tables down from us. Oh, uh, Edward James Amos. Ed, yeah, right. Edward James, James almost. 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 Oh, whatever. From, like, are you talking about famous Amos, Amos almost. Oh, Stand and deliver. Back. <laughs> Edward James Stand almost follows me on Twitter. Does he now? Wow. Yeah, because I followed him because he does some. I I don't even know why. Probably when Battlestar Galactica was on TV. But he pretty much just follows everybody because he tweets a lot of stuff about, like, Waterkeeper or whatever. Like, he's really big into environmental stuff. Mm. So he always throws stuff at people and, like, DMs weird things. 
So he doesn't know that you live in Hoboken, which is bad for the <laughs> hey, environment. Honestly, I muted his feed a long time ago. <laughs> so after he hears this podcast, he'll probably unfriend you. Yes. It's going to suck. Oh, it's going to be amazing. <laughs> oh, my God. The odds of Edward James almost listening to this podcast. I don't even want to think about man. It's going to be at least like one in... 10? 50-50. Either he listens or he doesn't. <laughs> Is that Paul back? Yeah, it's, it back. A, it's a better shot than him voting on one of Paul's polls. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. I'm going to boycott Paul's polls from now on. <laughs> you made Ronnie get up. Sure, but I think, uh, I think... I'm not sure. I think Ronnie got up to go outside and piss on a tree or something. I'm not... That's how they do it. <laughs> He's just sensible enough to mute the fucking headset. <laughs> the, the only the only occurrence on a VCP episode I'm uh, pissed off about is when Martin didn't tell me he could hear me turning the fucking pages of previews while he was interviewing that fucking metal band guy. I'm like, okay, you're doing you're interviewing him. I don't have any questions. I'm just looking at previews. Nobody said, hey, we could hear you turning the fucking pages. That's the only thing that pisses me off. I can't. I think it was the second episode of Collecting Valiant where uh, Dewan is opening packages right at the beginning of it. Oh, yeah, dude, it's horrible. He has and to it's just, it. oh, it is loud as hell. I'm like, oh, my God. So far, all I know is I've been stood up by them every single fucking time that I've invited them onto my podcast. Not this time. Oh, Ronnie invited me to this one, so I'm like, yeah, hell yeah, Paul gonna be on this Exactly! Uh, I'll be late. <laughs> well, in all fairness, Paul said he was only gonna be here for like 20 minutes, half hour, and it's been like an hour and a half. Because he spent, he spent a fucking hour bitching that we were gonna start so late. Aaron was bitching we were gonna start late. I joined okay. in. Listen, okay. Ronnie Jay, told me Justin, what time we I were supposed to start. I enjoy supporting my friend Aaron. Ronnie told me what time we were supposed to start. What he didn't time tell me what start, fucking ridiculous, what ridiculous time zone he was talking about. I still don't even know what state Ronnie lives in. Good. That way I don't have to get the, do the murder shed. <laughs> I know where he the lives. The murder Paul. shed happens when you visit me, Ronnie. Oh. You well, know what state I live in. I think he's. I live in Maine. Though, so I have his address. Who, Ronnie? Yeah. I've mailed Ronnie stuff. Yeah, I mean, I also have his address because, you know, I mailed him stuff. So I I can get you to his house, and we can bring the murder shed with us. See, but this is the thing. We could go to his house and murder him at his house, and they would just assume it's normal, everyday, like, Missouri murders. So they just won't even investigate. Wow. <laughs> That's probably about like, right. Well, there's a shed with a dead yeah. body. That's how it he goes over here. He in that shed. <laughs> yeah. Biggest knock to Ronnie being my favorite was when he told me that uh, the Dodgers were favorites to beat the Mets. Mm-hmm. That hurt, Ronnie. That hurt. It always it hurts also when the Dodgers meet the Cardinals in the playoffs, too. So, Ronnie, how do you think my uh, team looks this year? Well, better than my team. Yeah, yeah I don't know. Not every team, team can trade a spare parts player to some other team and have them become an all-star. True. I don't remember oh, the guy's oh. name, but St. Louis traded a guy to Atlanta. <laughs> And yeah. since since he went to Atlanta, he's basically he's, every at bat's yeah. like a seven hundred foot home run. Well, yeah, that's that because, happens. That's because Matt Adams could have done that in St. Louis, but no, we got to play somebody else. So I'm actually happy that he went to Atlanta to actually get playing time there. And then when Atlanta so Ronnie, you, in the you, you follow baseball closer than I do. Um, I and I also I haven't been able to watch anything, but this uh, this Bellinger kid that 
Dodgers brought up. Like, how is he looking to you? Uh, he's pretty good. I mean, I wouldn't call him like Clayton or anything, but I mean, but he he, actually, he is decent, he yeah. is hitting more home runs than anybody since he's gotten called up. Not true. Uh, not true. I mean, I well, well no, it is true because it's factually correct that he's hitting more home runs than anybody since he's got called up. No way he's hitting more home runs than Aaron Judge because that kid is killing the baseball in New York. Mm-hmm. He is hitting more home runs than anybody since he got called up. When did he get called like, up? This morning? Had I don't fucking know game. when he got called up. It's fucking <laughs> baseball. Well, how many of you guys' uh, teams are 19 games over 500 right now? Uh, I don't even know I don't talking. know what their record is, but I will look. What's your team, Justin? Well, I'm a Oh, you're, you're a fucking Colorado and, fan, aren't you? Son I'm of a, a Royals bitch. and a Rockies fan. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, hedge your best motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> hey, the Royals Pick went one team. Years. The Royals They're... went 30 years without a World Series. So, uh, no, are you from Kansas? Are you from Don't Kansas City? even talk to me. Don't even talk to me. I, I'm from Kansas <laughs> originally. Okay, so I've, I've lived in Colorado since '04. Okay, so uh, pick a team. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. What Wait, George? George Brett, Bo Jackson, Arrow Royals versus a 19-game over 500 2017 Rockies? Oh, that's yeah, your tough. Rockies are going to fall the fuck apart. You know what? They're the fucking Rockies. That's why. Well, it's because they there play in go. Colorado. Everybody does good do in you, Colorado. Do, <laughs> do you want to put a friendly little wager on where the Rockies will end up this year, Paul? Yeah, we'll uh, we'll do that off this podcast though because I oh no, off the podcast means it's unofficial. <laughs> yep. On okay, the podcast, uh, Justin, you have to keep in mind I am literally fucking poor. So what is our wager? <laughs> well, I really enjoy um, Kenya and Komodo Dragon. Whoa, dude! I would hook you up with coffee, anyways. So I would take four bags of each. And if I lose, I'll send 50 bucks to you in PayPal. Hmm. And I'm just saying they're going to make it to the division ser- the division playoffs. That's how far the Rockies are going to go. Okay, so here, here's what we're doing. Who's going to win the division? That is the bet. We're in the same division. I can tell you who's going to so, win the division. So, Dodgers versus Rockies. It's the Giants. The Giants always win the division. Fuck. No, they just... No, they've only won 23 Aaron, games this season. They Aaron, so go back to your, your mediocre fucking Rangers hockey team, okay? Shut hey. your fucking mouth for a minute. So, Justin, okay, so I think we're, the we're Dodgers in the same division. have won as many games as the Rockies have lost. I think they're at, what, 26 now? The Dodgers are one game back, motherfucker. I was just saying, the Dodgers are a game behind the Rockies. The Dodgers, you know, Justin, Arizona, too. Arizona's doing pretty Justin, well. Justin, you have the money. Fly out to Maine. We're going to fight right now. Oh, my God. Um, uh, this dude, is the longest uh, goddamn <laughs> podcast waiting for that flight. First time in Oakbar, we're going to have a fly-out fight. <laughs> I, did Ronnie say I the first time in 04? Dude, I would get I'd be like 1970s Kung Fu theater. I'd braid my beard and put a Chinese throwing star in it, and you, wouldn't, <laughs> you would never survive that. Justin, you would be jet lagged. I would walk up and kick you in the nuts and be done. No, but he's used to having like no oxygen or whatever, so he would probably be okay. That's true. And I smoke in Colorado, so I mean, I've got a cigarette <laughs> right now going in this thin air. Can't that I'm, explode? I'm good for it. 
Justin, you probably could. You know you're coming to my murder shed, right? We should One seriously. One piece at a time. We should figure out how okay. to get this murder shed on the road. <laughs> God damn it! It's easy. It's a tiny home. You put it on a fucking trailer and you travel around. We can have yeah. actually. It, it can really just involves me it. traveling with my murder implements. I mean, that's really all it takes. I made a murder shed shirt, but it wasn't PG, so it got taken down. <laughs> oh goddamn! Happy Father's Day to me. <laughs> happy Father's Day to everybody in here. <laughs> yes, Happy Father's Day. Okay, so uh, are we gonna lay down this uh, bed, Justin? Children, so. Yeah, four bags of uh, Kenya and four bags. Uh, of okay, Kenya. hold on, Mister. I know how much goes in a large priority mailbox. Um, <laughs> so first of all, we're betting on who's gonna win the pennant, right? Okay, I'll go, so I'll go to that. Okay, so who's gonna win the pennant? Uh, seven bags of coffee fits in a large priority mailbox, so I am not doing more than that and paying yes, out the does. ass to ship coffee. Yeah, Ronnie knows I shipped him a box. Um, so seven bags of coffee—that's not fifty bucks, dude. Six <laughs> bags of the coffee for one brushed metal bloodshot cover. That, that sounds about right. I mean, Starbucks charges way too much for their shit. <laughs> that sounds about right. Um, but no, seriously, uh, you you can ante up uh, uh, not not cash, but like some something in exchange for it. So it's uh, not a monetary um, bet, you know. I you don't you don't have to decide right now free. either. So he's from <laughs> just Justin's in Colorado, so he can send you a few bags of something. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he'll take a few bags of that, but I've never been much a one for that. It, it won't no make it to you it. anyway. Yeah, I know. Especially yeah, since Aaron will intercept it. Yes. Eight months from now, you'll get half a box. <laughs> <laughs> Justin, we could decide your side of the uh, of the bet offline here, but we'll make a bet: Dodgers well, versus uh, fuckheads in Colorado. <laughs> and um, loser changes their Facebook profile photo to the winners' um, team logo for a week. Yeah. I'm cool with that. Okay, so we got so, that, and we got the coffee versus we'll decide what is on your side of that bet. How about a couple of trades that you need for comics in black and white? Do you understand the value of things here? <laughs> <laughs> yes, he understands that that podcast needs to live on, so you need something to read. Now, you, be careful, Paul, about this, because Justin, he completely... <laughs> You know, gave up going to C two E two just so he didn't have to wear the Cincinnati Bearcats uh, uh, mm-hmm. jersey. The hell yeah! <laughs> you know, Justin. You one of the things you have going for you is you're not a Seahawks fan. So, uh, oh, we we'll see. We'll see. Football. We're, you know. <laughs> we'll get there. We we fell short of uh, of our head to head meeting last year, which really pissed me off. I mean, there's always um, got to be somebody that takes third place in the league. So don't worry. Oh, that's a cut to me, I think. No. <laughs> okay, let's shore up this baseball bet, and then I'll talk to you about how you're an asshole about football. Uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll say a box of coffee versus three trades. How does that sound? Okay, that's okay. If it's deal. fair to you, it's fair to me. Handshake. Okay, that's a deal. Um, yeah. So I'll, I'll send you my list of trades that you're going to be sending me pretty soon because. There's no fucking way Colorado's winning that that pennant. All right. 
And Justin, to be fair, <laughs> C2E2 wasn't very fun anyway, so you didn't miss it much. Oh. <laughs> Bartender, bring us another round. <laughs> so we're on to football now? I can't wait. I, I love fantasy football. I loved our league. I was very, very disappointed that we didn't get a meet head-to-head last year. Which league? Uh, Slack League. Yeah, the Slack League. Uh-huh. It, w- it was a very fun league, and uh, just FYI, I owned all these motherfuckers in the VCP League, so... Oh my you know. god. I don't know if owned is the correct answer or not. So wait, 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 wait. I beat you. Yeah, but you didn't all. own me. I, I beat you all. Thoroughly. Not A lot. Way. Actually, Ronnie... You get credit. The only loss I sustained last year was to you. Mm-hmm. I just want to point out that I had a tie. <laughs> <laughs> you tied with, with Jack every other week. No, no, no. I, I had a legit tie. <laughs> I got second place in that league. No, you didn't. Yeah, you did. No. Yes. Andy got second place in the league. No, he didn't. Oh, Andy yeah, faced yeah, yeah, yeah. the final. Oh. Andy beat your ass. Yeah, yeah you were in fourth. <laughs> and I yeah. won $20 for Manny. Oh, wow. I finished in sixth place in that league. That's awesome. <laughs> Top half, baby. <clears throat> the Slack League, I was like seventh or eighth or something. Slack League, I should have been going against Justin. I should have. But I played fucking Colin Kaepernick the one fucking week he fell apart. Of the, of the ten weeks mean, he fell apart. You mean everything? Oh, well, fuck you. <laughs> no, no he was happened. actually... He was, uh, fantasy-wise, he was he was on fire. And the week that I played him... And I had two other quarterbacks I could have played, but it was, it was a toss-up. And it let me down. It, it lost me the week, and I would have ended up playing Justin, which uh, we were heading towards. Um, as far as, uh, as Ronnie's comment about him kneeling... Um, I am very much in support of Colin Kaepernick and his beliefs. Uh, so anybody who has a problem with him kneeling during the national anthem? No, I thought there was is, no. That's that's not even where I was going with that. The next week, I thought you forgot to take him out, and he, and then he got he didn't start. No, no, I I played him purposefully, and I got fucked. Okay. He just he, he had a game where he fell apart. So it was. Yeah, it was I wasn't even going with that. I wasn't even going with that whole thing. Justin was like the mega powers of that league. Dude, I had one loss and. No, but like every week you were like winning like one seventy seven to like sixty. So here's the thing in that league, I had more losses, but I was on fucking fire. It was one of those things where it's just like I kept on playing the the best team of the week, you know? Uh, so I was I was very excited to face Justin because Justin was legitimately the best team in the league. And, uh, yeah, so I just I got fucked one last time. I think I rode the Dak Prescott train all season in both <laughs> the leagues that I played. And every time he would connect or pass it, you know, and then, Jesus Christ, I thought... T- the Cowboys were going to go quite a ways. Hey, Aaron. You. Number nine. If you're counting how many times I switched beers. Oh, you know what? I stopped. Okay. <laughs> now I'll go, I'll go back to it. I'll count again. 
<laughs> nine, nine beers and a cigarette. Right? Yes. <laughs> and I think this is like my third glass of Jack. Yeah, I gotta attempt to go down two flights of stairs to get myself more drinks in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna attempt. This is great. This is great oh. podcasting right here. Because if he falls, we will have it recorded. No, you won't, because I'm going to put my headset down when I walk. <laughs> but you know how I was saying yesterday, I'm like, I got to just pack a little cooler with ice and keep it by me so I don't have to keep going to my beer fridge. Yeah. I didn't do that. So everything is in the basement. <laughs> that's because you kept That's because you kept bitching at me that we needed to start. Hurry up, hurry up. I'm already halfway drunk. Yeah. Well, whose fault is that for not starting when I told you to? I'm prepared. <laughs> But now, see, now you need one of those catheters that runs down to a you know <laughs> thing on your leg, where you just pee into that. And you have to get to the bathroom. It's just like... The trucker. Or you just need to be smart, like Ronnie and I live in an unpopulated area where you could piss fucking anywhere. I mean, I could go in my backyard and pee, but like the door to my backyard <laughs> and my bathroom are like right next to each other, so <laughs> that's not the point, Aaron. It is it's the so point. liberating to pee under the stars. <laughs> yeah. oh <my> <laughs> A friend, really is. A friend really. of mine's kid who's, I guess, like six now, but a couple years back, would just, like, wander out into the backyard at their house and just go to the bathroom, like, all the time. And we're like, what the fuck? He's like, I don't know why he started doing that, but he just did, and we just never really stopped it. <laughs> like, oh, that's <laughs> fantastic. My wife Sounds made like a comment watching the other day. day. My wife made a comment the other day, and she was like... I think you pee outside more than you do inside. And I was like, well, there's four teenagers in here and we have two bathrooms. Somebody's always going to the bathroom or in the shower. Yes. I don't believe it. Justin. It's three teenage boys. There's no way they shower. Well, that's true. It's summertime. (laughs) It's summertime and they play sports. So one of them takes two showers a day. Does that even out so that the other ones don't have to? That evens out for the one that doesn't make their day because he doesn't leave. So you got so you have two kids, Ronnie, and your wife has two kids. Is that right? Yeah. And so, do you have two boys, or does your wife have two boys? She has two boys. I have a boy and a girl. A boy and a daughter. Yeah. And your daughter just graduated junior high. Yeah, she'll be a freshman, and then her youngest boy will be a freshman, and then. My oldest will be a junior, and her oldest will be a senior. So all of them. Oh my god! All in high school. That's gonna. In high school, and then, but the good thing is, in three years they'll all be out of the fucking house. <laughs> you say that, yeah. Uh, I say that, but it won't happen. Justin, so I sent my vet, my the Valiant hardcover to uh, Adam Alamo because he was going to get it signed by Jeff Lemire and Matt Kent. Uh, if I send it to you after I get it back from Adam, can you get it, like, souped up for me? Well, yeah, I mean, I'll see Matt will be here for Dink, which is a small independent Comic-Con in Colorado. Um, the Hernandez brothers were here in April for that. And, yeah, um, you Matt, got me that the, the, yeah. the exclusive cover, right? Well, yeah, that's from Heroes Con Shelton show that's yeah. going on this weekend that Martin's at. Um, but yeah, but anyway, Matt will be here for that, and Jeff. Um, both of them will be here. And then, yeah, I could 
definitely ask him because I've sent him 50 comic books when um, Bloodshot Zero, his cover came out. And I picked up the cover and then I sent him 50 comics and he signed them all for me. So I've got like all five of the first zeros signed by the writers and the artists that I want to do a giveaway on our podcast with. But So I've got like Justin Jordan and um, Kari signed Shadow Man, Dysart and Clayton Crane signed Harbinger, um, Matt signed The Damn. Bloodshot, and then I can't remember what the other one was. Um, it wasn't Exo zero it was um i can't remember but i got the first five of them signed and i got 50 copies yeah. of each that i want to do something with but yeah so matt, maybe that's, guy. It, matt's awesome like matt he was in my fantasy football league for a couple of years and uh, i i had a few opportunities to have conversations with him online he was on our podcast once for an interview um yeah, so maybe what I'll do if you're cool with it is once I get the book back from Adam is I'll send it on to you. And, like, really what I want is I just want it, like, fucking blown up by anybody who created it, basically. Well, the okay. thing that sucks for me, my my hardcover of The Valiant, I have it signed by, thir- I just counted, 39 people that have worked for Valiant. And the only two people that I don't have that signed it that I want are Jeff Lemire and Matt Kinn because they they haven't been in New York lately. I would have sent it to Ronnie, but he never goes to the cons that he's supposed to. So I just finished my drink, and I realized uh, I ran out of uh, seltzer water, and it was just straight-ass rum when I just downed it. So Uh I should be a lot happier from now on. (laughs) Maybe your happiness will rub off on your son there from Hoboken. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> See, I was over. I was over on Google Maps because I was trying to refamiliarize myself where Hoboken is. I forgot. I had no idea where that was. It's just where nobody knows it, where that is. It's where if you USA go, trash goes. Justin, yes. When's collecting Valiant coming out again? Uh, I don't know. Jim is on call from 8 p.m. to 6 a.m. tonight and tomorrow. Dewan is working and refereeing a shit ton of games. I'll be right back. I'm going to grab another drink. I thought you did that when he went downstairs. I never went downstairs. I was talking the whole time. Uh Uh-oh. So if I'm not back in like an hour, call 911 and send them to my house. Means I fell down my basement stairs, or I won't be back. Ha 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 ha! <laughs> We're dropping like flies, <laughs> but it is Hoboken, so. Well, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> Hoboken, that's. Oh man! I, don't know. I always just tease him because I always hear that's like a shitty place to go. So. I can tell you, I've never been there. I don't even want to go. Yeah. There. Like Chicago, like C two E two was busy <laughs> enough for me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like last year, Saturday at PlanetCon. You know yeah. how busy it was, right? Oh yeah. That's like okay. I don't know if it was busier this year or not, but <clears throat> but like C two E two was like times ten of that. Was but, it you or somebody was saying they thought they? They speculated that C2E2 had oversold tickets. Nick, Nick did. Yeah. All right, yeah. stop talking about me, you dicks. 
<laughs> you made it back. Did you crawl up the stairs? No, I did not. I walked on all four hands. <laughs> your your hands and who else's? <clears throat> oh no, I I cut off <laughs> extra hands. Oh, Carry okay. them around for occasions like this. <laughs> that way you have it to hold your drink. Mm-hmm. Captain Morgan. Yes. <laughs> it's almost done. In the fact, drink you just made is almost done? No, the Captain Morgan. I'm about to oh. finish it. So you've had 12, not your father's root beers. No, I've had <laughs> oh. six. six. I thought of you the... said you got a 12-pack. No, no, I got two six-packs, but I only drank one of them. Because I need the others for Father's Day barbecues tomorrow. Oh. I drank the six of those. Because uh, stores aren't open tomorrow. Who wants to go to a fucking store tomorrow? <laughs> Who wants to go to a store anytime? Exactly. Six of those, two of the Henry's uh, orange, and like half a bottle of Captain Morgan, the private stock. So it's not like the huge bottles. So what's a private stock? It's like the... I, I don't think it's top shelf, but it's like their premium version, I guess. It's good. So, it's pretty good. I haven't had really it since good. like 2010, but it, when I last had it, it was damn good. Yeah, like there was a place by us that used to sell it, and then like it just disappeared. And I haven't seen it in years. But that that like superstore that I go to, mm-hmm. they have it, so I bought more. That you sent pictures of that was like fucking yeah. Disneyland for oh, alcoholic. Oh yeah, it's fantastic. <laughs> it, like, it was Disneyland for alcoholic. It, it was. It's it's like a supermarket sized, and it's all alcohol. Yeah. That like the um the aisle for build your own it like it's two aisles of just all beers that you can build your own okay uh, yeah i've got there's a, some stores down here like that i like a store called specs there's yeah. one over now it's the size of a walmart i mean it's oh it's, yeah that's yeah. this one it used to be neat. like a smaller place but then they they built another location like across the parking lot that's like just ridiculous damn yeah, it, the, and you know what? There's um, there actually might be some around you guys because they're like nationwide. It's Total Wine and Spirits. Uh, we have Total Beverage here in Colorado, and it's like the size of a uh, a smaller Home Depot, not like a big, you know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not yeah. not like a, a Westlake or a, you know an right, Ace yeah. or a Lumber Liquidators, but you know what? It's yeah. pretty fucking hefty. Yep. Yeah, like so. this this place has like 16 checkout lines. And it's like you go for... I'm envious. Oh, it's ridiculous. Because I have what a place the... called like Case and Keg where I go to create my own six packs and stuff. But it's like the size of like a gas station like Casey's or something. Uh, like, God damn it. You know what? Anytime I'm there, no matter how crowded it is, there's only like two lanes open anyway. So I don't know why they have all those <laughs> things. <laughs> so like Walmart? Yeah, pretty much. Or like Kmart, mm-hmm. where it could be, you know, December 23rd at 8 p.m., <laughs> and there's 75 people online, and there's one line open, and there's eight employees standing there talking to each other. Or texting. Man, I hate it when I go somewhere, and I see like a 20-something kid on their phone <clears throat> all the time. I mean, I'm on my phone all the time, so I don't, you know, it's okay for me, because I experienced a time <laughs> in my life where we didn't have cell phones. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But kids nowadays, they're they're brought up and they only know a connected world. 
And yeah. some sitting there trying to get a burger or something, you know. And they're they've got their earbud in one ear so they can listen to when they get a text message and then they've got their headset on the other fucking ear. And ah, it just it drives me nuts. Yep. I was I was with a friend one time at a Best Buy. And I forget I forget what he was trying to get. It was just something for his computer. And we could not find an employee to just unlock the cage that had the things. So he ended up in the store, in the part of the store, went onto their website or in the app on his phone, ordered it, did an in-store pickup, and just walked <laughs> over to customer service and got it. And, like that. and I was like, you know That's what? Awesome. It's like, it's kind of crazy that you can do shit like that. But I like it's awesome. But at the same time, I kind of miss, you know, when you didn't have that option. Yeah. But, but that's never fucking changed. You always have to wait for somebody in the goddamn store to do <laughs> something for it. It could be the smallest thing, you know. Yeah. Oh, I need to get a jump drive. Oh, we've got those locked up, and then you have yeah. to get the tag removed. And it's like, <laughs> it's a six dollar fucking eight gig jump drive. <laughs> yeah. Who are selling those to pawn shops? Come on. <laughs> yeah. And then they forget to scan it, and then you fucking walk out, and then it's like, do 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 and they're like, really, dude? Come on. Yeah. Dude, I used to work in a bookstore, and I would take off the tags and, like, hey, you did good tonight, and slap it on somebody's back when they walked out. (laughs) 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 And if people would leave their wallet, like, you know, in the break room or something while they were in the rush, whatever they were doing, I just open it up and put one inside of it. <laughs> you know, uh, that was that was fun shit. My my winner, <laughs> fucking trains in Hoboken. It, that's no, not me. I live in the Hobos. country, man. That's awesome. <laughs> Who is that? Justin. Is it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Because when where my wife and I used to live before we had bought the house. It was like the center of a town overlooking where the train station was, and it was even not that loud. <laughs> um, the very first time we took the kids to Planet Comic Con was like four years ago, and we were staying in the Marriott Hotel, downtown Kansas City. It was so quiet. My wife and I couldn't sleep because, you know, we hear trains every you know hour, hour and a half go by. Right. And uh, we finally heard one way off in the distance. <laughs> Because we had the window cracked, and dude, we were fucking, we were finally asleep. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was fun. Like the first night that we we were in our old place, we we're up late because we're you know we're putting furniture together, we're getting stuff unpacked. It's like two thirty, three o'clock in the morning, and the train goes by, and it was so loud, and we're like, what the fuck? Like we will never be able to live here. And by like day two or day three, we didn't even notice. Like all throughout yeah. the day, we're just like. You know, when when there's no train, it's weird. Yeah, yeah. You get used to those things. I, I years ago I moved, and I was just place I moved into, and I didn't realize at the time that I was just north of the DFW airport. So it was like <laughs> I was trying to flight pass. First two days, it's like, oh my god, it's like every damn aircraft that comes over, I hear it, and then after that, yeah, I never even noticed it. Yeah, yeah. It's like I went I went to school in New York City. So, like, car alarms, nothing, it does not phase me at all when alarms start honking or whatever, because that shit was going on all the time. Apparently, it doesn't phase anybody, because I have never seen a car alarm go off and see people running towards the car. It's like, (laughs) 
That's <laughs> like, but like, you what a see... waste of money because nobody pays attention. To it. Like, <laughs> yeah. Everyone's just like, ah, shit, fucking, you know, yeah. just keeps going. Oh, I tell you what, though, last year we took the kids to Yellowstone, and we, you know, they have like small restrooms throughout Yellowstone, and my kids, they're fourteen and they're twelve, so that, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. So my kids go running up to the car, and you know I, we had locked the car, but the alarm goes off if somebody you know dicks with the the handle on it. And I tell you what, though, at Yellowstone, and your alarm goes off, everybody's looking at you. And I couldn't, and they were you know so far ahead of me, I I wasn't gonna run. Fuck that. And so <laughs> it just went off for you know a minute. I'm, I walk up casually, and I'm like, click click, you know, <laughs> get in, get in, let's go. We about ready to wrap this baby up. Sounds good to me. I just I, I just opened another I, drink. Oh, well, I'm good. I don't care. <laughs> I'll See, be everybody's normal besides fake, people who live in Hoboken. Time zones. <laughs> yeah, it's like, okay, there's 24, you know, meridians. <laughs> Longitudinal meridians. <laughs> I think I was at my worst about three hours ago when I was yelling at Ronnie. On Facebook, <laughs> start recording. Wait, because ninety percent of what I was—I was looking back, and about ninety percent of what I was typing to him was not English. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> I was like, is, is this Martin language or what? Yeah. yeah. And you were like, I'm, I'm a little bit, and I was like, what? <laughs> I'm a little bit, <laughs> but a little bit what? buzzed. And I was like, oh, okay, I get it now. Yeah, it was just a long-ass day. And as it really as was, was. As soon as I was able to sit down for the first time when I was eating dinner, I just started drinking. And I don't really drink, so it hit me hard at first. Drink. See, Aaron, I like we all know you don't really drink. Like, I really don't drink anymore. Who's saying you go to bed? Somebody's in trouble. Oh, <laughs> my wife was telling my son. And <laughs> you, you guys have to Sure. sure. We have... <laughs> It was not me, trust me. Ro was like, take that ass to bed. <laughs> you have met my wife before, Ronnie. You know yeah. that she would say that. She, would she say just that. stepped outside, so hold on. Ronnie said, Ro would say, Justin, take that ass to bed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Rowan just told my son, our son... Go to fuck the bed. Well, he go should to go to bed. bed. He's like six years old, and it's twelve thirty a.m. Doesn't he know my kids are gonna wake up in like three hours and tell me they need breakfast? Oh man, tomorrow, <laughs> tomorrow we've got uh, we're going to an amusement park here in Denver for Father's Day. So, and it opens at ten thirty in the morning. So we're gonna <laughs> hit the road at nine thirty, and my kids. They like to sleep, you know. If they could, I don't even know what's going on. <laughs> I don't know what Paul's laughing about. Yeah, me neither. Paul, Paul doesn't know what's laughing about. He is so drunk, he has no idea what's happening. <laughs> so last open bar, it was Dewan's falling asleep and snoring. It was the highlight, I think. It's, uh, well, I mean, it's Texting back on him a bitch. Nah. <laughs> I have respect for my co-hosts. <laughs> <laughs> That's your first fuck up. <laughs> hey, they think they're pusher all the time, so that's all that matters. That's true. But you're not supposed yeah. to think you're pusher. 
I know. Yeah, tomorrow my cousin and I are having an on the down low barbecue. On the down low barbecue. Yeah. My um my uncle usually hosts like the Father's Day barbecue for our family. But he and his wife are in England on vacation. So everyone's like, Oh, what are we doing? And we're like, we really don't want to get together with anybody else. <laughs> so the two of us we were talking, he's like, Why don't you guys just come over to my house and we will just have a barbecue? And then people could find out after we've already had this barbecue. And I'm like, that's perfectly okay with me. So I'm marinating steaks. He's doing some stuff. And <laughs> we're just going over in the late morning. Just going to hang out. Marinating steaks. Is that code for something? Yes. It's code <laughs> for, for prepping meat to grill. <laughs> so basically, all people that are from Hoboken are assholes then. How are we assholes? You don't want to talk to anybody else. You're like, hey. Seriously. If you knew some of my it. other cousins, and <laughs> like, we often joke that, uh, like, I would trade my sister for him because, like, his siblings <laughs> and my sister all suck. <laughs> that we just, like, the two of us hang out all the time with our families and just kind of not ever clue anyone else in on the fact that we're doing it. Hey, I was the one. Where my wife and my daughter are going to New Kids on the con- on the Block concert tonight, right? And she said, hey, the oldest wants to have a pool party on this fucking pool that I spent four hours putting up, right? And I was like, okay, well, what time? And she told me the time, and I was like, awesome, I'm going to your brother's to drink beer during that time. <laughs> yeah. And I showed up 30 minutes after the last kid left. And everything was put up. The pool was still up. I'm good. That's the way to do it. I thought of you the other day because somebody was having one of those pools that you assembled delivered to their house from my office. Oh my god! I saw it. I was like, oh, I should take a picture and send this to Ronnie. And then I was like, yeah, I just don't feel like getting up out of my chair. Yeah. I hate those things. I'm never gonna swim in it, but it's forever. So Pools. whatever. Pools are man. They're more trouble than worth. Yeah. Well, the, here's the deal, Jay. I told her that I was gonna, I would buy it for her, my wife. Right. And I would put it up, and I would get her the chlorine little bobber thing and whatever else she needed. <laughs> the, huh? But I would not maintain it. And we've had it for five days now. Right? Somewhere around there. And I haven't even touched it. And I'm happy about it. But it's kinda <laughs> like that it's kinda like that new puppy that we got. Who takes yeah. it outside and feeds where, and waters where it? You just me. Drown it in water and then hope that chlorine <laughs> fixes the problem. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> the fuck no, man. I'm just, no, I'm just saying like everybody took care of the new puppy the first week that we had it. Now it's Ronnie's. Oh yeah. That's like my dog. I mean, for three months, he refused to even acknowledge my existence. And now, for the past, like, nine and a half years, he just, whatever I want him to do, he does, and he ignores everyone else. <laughs> Paul, can you hear me? Yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah. He can hear you. Yeah. How many gluten-free beers have you had tonight, Paul? <laughs> I've been drinking rum. Yeah. Uh, rum will sneak up on you. Sneak up on you. Gotcha. <laughs> 
If it's good, Rom. Not that Captain Morgan stuff. That's bad stuff. No, this one's good. <laughs> hey, Cap- oh, no. I just... The stuff I had was heavily spiced. That's been many, many years ago. I was like, oh. And I'm just... I've never been a fan of tricked up alcohols. It's like, just give me something, you know, bourbon or gin uh, yeah. or something. Like, some of the flavored vodkas. Okay, I can handle it. I can live with those. Like like the UV <coughs> stuff? Yeah. Uh, or some of the citrus flavors. Uh, like Smirnoff Ice? <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, dude, we ice people at my office all the time. So I'll put a Smirnoff Ice in the microwave so whoever uses it next, if they don't have a blocker within a step of them, they have to get down on one knee, put the hand in the air, and drink it. They have to drink it in, like, you know, 10, 15 seconds. And so we were having a pretty rough day at my office, and so my boss comes over. I'm like, oh, shit, I got something in my desk you might want to look at. And so he opened the fucking drawer and got iced. We, I swear, we probably go through a six-pack of Smirnoff ice in the course of two days at my office. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, there's a, a 175 of bullet bourbon on our kitchen counter at my office right now. That's just amazing. <laughs> we have a liquor cabinet. I mean, there's a couple different vodkas. There's some rum. Yeah, and then I make a eggnog for our Christmas party that's in the office. You're Not like, like the code formal monkey, one, though, right? Am I like a what? Code monkey. No. No. All right. uh-uh. So no. But yeah, so we have plenty of booze in our, and we have a we have an honest to god beer refrigerator that is a massive frigidaire refrigerator full of beer at all the time. That's just that's nice. That's just like thinking of all the places I've ever worked and like nothing like that would ever. Yeah, I mean we're a civil engineering firm, and we've got an office in Toronto, Irvine, Pleasanton, California. Our office, San Diego. And our Irvine office is our corporate office. There's about 100 people there. And they have a beer fridge, but it has a fucking bike chain on it. And they only unlock it for certain things. And uh, Like Tuesday afternoons? No, like once every quarter. So it's all fucking skunky beer anyway. (laughs) Sorry, I was reading Twitter right now, and Jag's going on about... He was at Heroes all day, and he didn't see Mark or anybody. (laughs) Yeah, it's funny because cool. everyone else is posting pictures and they're all together, all over the con. Right, but Jackson says, "I said I did. I was there all day and didn't see any one of you." That's crazy. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't so see anybody at Heroes Con either. Yeah, me neither. I mean, it's kind of tough when I'm in Hoboken. <laughs> <laughs> at least you're in the same damn time zone. Where is here? Is that North Carolina? Um, yeah, Charlotte. Because I know Awesome Con is going on. I think guess that's on the West Coast, or is that in DC? No clue. Ooh, I don't know. Not heard of that. Because one. I, I'm seeing pictures from like different friends that are at conventions, and some of them say heroes, and some of them say awesome. So I don't know. I don't know what it is. But I lives in California. I actually went to the comic shop that Adam Freeman was one of the people who ran the shop. We're in LA. But yeah. It's like basically like just outside of LA. I thought you were gonna say you went to San Diego Comic Con. <laughs> no. Why would anybody want to go to that abomination? I was say that of all the cons, there's the one I would at least want to go to. You know, I would like to go once, just to experience it. 
Oh, well, maybe wanted, that. Yeah, no, but, if you wanted to go, you should have gone 10 years ago because well, now yeah. it is nothing but an entertainment shit show. Well, that's, that's and, what New York is turning into also. Is it really? Yeah. Yeah, like last year there was this huge deal. The cast of Pretty Little Liars was there, like, doing autograph signings. And I was like, why the fuck is the cast of Pretty Little Liars at New York Comic Con doing autograph signings? It made no sense. Wow. Yeah, and there was a huge crowd for it. But, yeah, like, New York, you know, six, ten years ago was, like, lots of awesome comic book people, and now 90% of it is TV and movies. So here's a question for everybody here. What is so everybody's been to at least some cons. What is your best con experience? Uh, Mark Hamill stepping on my foot at New York Comic Con six years ago. My best was at Emerald City Comic Con in Seattle four years ago. We were talking with uh, we were walking to the Dark Horse party, and I almost knocked over Mark Shepard, who plays Crowley on Supernatural. Hmm. He came walking out of a Morton Steakhouse. And we were talking with a friend of ours, and uh, I walked right into him. I'm like, Crowley, and then just kept on walking. Yeah, with Mark Hamill, it was pretty awesome. My buddy and I were walking around on the show floor, and we're like, you know, in the way back weird corner of the show floor, just seeing what's over there. And you just hear this commotion, and you see this giant crowd. And we're like, oh, I wonder what this crowd is. Let's just, you know, let's move closer and see what it's, you know, what's going on. And as I round a corner... Mark Hamill rounds a corner, like, stomps on my foot. I happen to snap a picture. I happen to snap a picture. He goes, oh, I'm so sorry. And I go, and then he, like, continued to walk away. And he got on, like, an elevator that was in the back corner and left. And my buddy's like, what the hell? He's like, you didn't say anything? I was like, what was I going to say? Luke Skywalker stepped on my foot. But he was, like, super nice about it, apologizing. And he just like, I can hear you there. Yeah, Ronnie. <laughs> Ronnie, what is your best experience with meeting a comic creator? My best one? Uh, I don't know. I would say Matt Kent, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Jay, what yeah. is your best experience with meeting a comic creator? Drawing a blank. I'm trying to think of a name of somebody I've met. I haven't been to the con in quite a few What's the last con you've been to? A couple, anyway. So, well, what's the last one? You've uh, it was you uh, it was a nineteen. It was a uh, two thousand two thousand twelve. It was just a Dallas Fan Expo they have down here, which is not a great. Uh, I mean, they get some pretty good names, but it's it's not a great con. I wish I'd have gone this last year because plug your ears, Aaron. Terry Moore was there. I would have loved to talk to him. Uh, Have you ever met the Hernandez brothers? No, that's no, that's definitely a bucket list thing for me. I want to, but I they don't they don't come down to this area, and I haven't. And I know they're I know they're at Heroes this weekend because they're on a couple panels that I was reading about. Who is that? Jaime and Gilbert Hernandez. Oh, oh, okay. You don't because you don't read comics in black and white. I know the names just because I don't read shitty comics. Ronnie, what is your best con experience? My best one? Yeah. It's got to involve Jason Latour. Depends on, like, experience, like, with an artist or creator or just overall experience. 
your best experience? Overall experience? I would say most recently, like with C2E2, where I met Dewan and Nick and Martin, like from talking to them for like six months to a year and actually hanging out and stuff. I think I enjoyed that interaction more than like the con itself, I guess. Yeah. I, I mean, that goes along with what I've heard from other people who've been to a lot and do podcasts and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, it's like at um, New York last year when I met uh, Rob, I was walking into the queue line and I see him sitting there and he's wearing a Valiant shirt. So I just scream at him as I'm walking down the line, Valiant sucks! And he turns, he's like looking around like all pissed. And I wave and he's like, and he shoots me a message. He goes, is that you yelling at me about Valiant sucking? <laughs> yeah, why would anybody else give any crap about Valiant comics here? I don't know. I mean, for me, cons are... If, if, you, if you can go and meet people that you know, it'll be a lot more fun. Just going... If I'm going by myself or something, I, I don't get all that much out of them. You know, one day last year, my um, buddy that I had to go with, um, he got called into work because there was like an emergency, so we had to go in. So I ended up going on the Friday by myself, and right. it was actually the best because really? I didn't have to worry about, oh, does he... You know, does my buddy care that I'm standing here talking to David Barron for four hours about like right. color theory uh, and comic books? That's true. No, so but- my my con experience was I went to uh, the the Portland Comic Con and uh, we met uh, J.K. <laughs> Woodward. So we we met J.K. Woodward. The first thing my friend and I did was we went to an initial uh, panel and it was uh, J.K. Woodward and Eric Burnham, and they did a panel together and. Uh, so, you know, we dug it. Like, I dragged my friend up to the front row because I'm like, if we're going to panel, we're going to sit in, you know, like, up in the front. And uh, little did I know that, the you know, the creators are used to people, like, hiding in the corners, not giving a fuck, whatever. So we were right up front, and we were talking to them, and we were shit like that, you know? And so after the panel, we went up to uh, J.K. Woodward's booth, and we were talking to him. And, you know, then I was like, uh, you know, I don't want to take up all your time. And he was basically like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, stay here and talk to me. <laughs> so we, we kept talking to him. I, di- I got a commission from him. Uh, the second day of the con, uh, we like we went back. We, we met back up with him. I got the commission. And then the people who hosted the con, who were my local comic shop, uh, they were having like an after party. So we got to go to the after party. So my friend Kyle and I sat with J.K. Woodward at the after party. And we're talking about uh, punk rock and comics and like all that kind of shit. Um, and yeah, it was like it was really cool to really connect with, uh, with with a creator instead of just like being caught up in all the other shit that you can get caught up with in a con. Um, I've only ever gone to two cons. It was that one, and I went to uh, one in New Hampshire. Yeah, like. I don't know. I kind of learned that I'd rather kind of have a creator that I've gotten to know a little bit and connect with him more rather than worry about like all the goings on that are around because there's too much, too many things going on. Yeah. The the most fascinating thing last year in New York was uh, on the day I was there by myself, I was just over kind of looking at um, over by uh, Louis La Rosa 
and he's there and Clayton Henry and Miko and Brent Peoples are all over at his table flipping through his sketchbook all talking about how like some of I think it was his eyes the way he draws eyes on people that they're all like how the hell do you do this and, and it's literally the four of them with just a blank piece of paper sketching you know how they do stuff and talking about how they do stuff and I'm just standing there like listening and watching and I can't draw for crap and they kept like, oh, sorry, did you, were you trying to talk to, you know, Lou? I go, no, I'm just, I will just stand here and listen to the four of you talk, you know, how you do this all day. Oh, yeah, I would, I would have been the same thing. It's like, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's the best part. People get caught up in, the, in what they want to experience. But the best experiences you can have is when you just, you go there, you get around the people, and then you experience what's going on around you. It's amazing. Yeah. yeah. Is a good time. And then, you know, like I said, the days, you know, the days that my buddy's there, it's fun. But at the same time, like, I'm not going to stand there for, I, I mean, I was probably there for 45 minutes listening to the four of them talk. But if he's there, I'll be like, oh, crap, you know, he's probably getting bored. So we can move down, you know, a little farther down in Artist Alley. You know, like when, when I'm right. sitting talking to Rafer about his cats for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I've had weird con experiences. I went to the one local know. con two days in a row and got to know J.K. Woodward then. And then uh, the only other con I've been to, uh, J.K. Woodward was at, and he invited me to use his guest pass to go to it. So I just kind of hung out with him, and I met uh, I met story. another artist, Jason yeah, Latour. Jason yeah. Latour, <laughs> and he was a fucking asshole. So yeah. <laughs> You know, if he's at New York, I'm going to have to go out of my way to have a conversation with him this year. <laughs> That's funny. Take a picture and put it up and tag everybody in it. Yeah. Tag, uh, tag Ronnie. <laughs> hey, Ronnie, I'm here with your hero. Yeah. Southern what? Bastard 17 is coming out next month, he says. Oh. <laughs> They've been saying that for... <sighs> yeah. Black, ma- Black Mass schedule. It's kind of yeah. started that way. I mean, it's like... The well, that's, um, Copperhead took like an almost two-year break. And I was looking at the the back of the issue that just came out a couple weeks ago. I was like, oh, man, this is getting really good again. And then there's like a little page from them. And they're like, yeah, next month we're going to be off. And then the month after that, it's going to be, you know, the third trade is going to be out. And then there's another month off. And then we'll be back with a new issue in October. October. And I was like, oh, come on, you dicks. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's a lot of that way with the image. Create, create image, yeah. you know. Because, uh, you know, I, as, as large as image is, they, ha- they have like an editor in chief, but they don't have editors, individual editors for their books. Right. So, like, if, if, if you want an editor, if you're writing a book for image, you want an editor, you got to hire somebody freelance. So, there's nobody that's really, you know, on them about you knew you need to do you need to get your books in and plus with the creator on stuff especially if they're also writing for marvel or dc well of course yeah. to give uh the bigger checks the bigger checks and whatever you know incentives they get from those guys yeah they're gonna make that stuff their priority so yeah but yeah. some of the people though they do stuff for the big two you know like um oh i just forgot the guy's name is writing flash but he does um he does birthright also yeah for image and i mean he that book it's always out on time 
you know, everything's always... Yeah, well, there's some like that. Uh, Lemire's the same way. Oh, yeah. Um, I was listening to an interview with him on the uh, Comics Alternative podcast. And he's... But he he always works far ahead. He's he, he is always... Whatever script he's working on, it's at least six or eight scripts ahead of, of where the book's published. So, But, yeah, he's like... Yeah, because he was doing, you know, not, not only for Valiant and Marvel, but he was also writing Descender, and that's been out. You know, they've taken some yeah. couple hiatuses, but nothing like being gone for but a I, year. But I don't think either. that's so much him as it is uh, Dustin's art. It could be, yeah. Yeah, but it's the same thing with Matt Kent. I mean, the guy puts out 75 different books a month, and there's never delays on any of it. You yeah. know, and like he draws half of them now. So and the ones, you know, there's some that his wife even does the watercolors for, oh, like yeah. Department yeah, H. Department H. Yeah, Charlene, she's a sweetheart. So yeah. Well, gentlemen, I think I'm gonna call it a night. I've been on with you guys for two hours and three minutes now. So I'm gonna go pretty shortly myself. I think my my assumption is my children will wake me up in okay, about Justin? four hours. That's yeah, nice. <laughs> Who's recording this podcast? <laughs> Uh, Ronnie was. I have no idea. I'm assuming Ronnie was. So no, he just messaged me that they I'm lost I'm not sure power. we're getting recorded at all now. Oh, they lost power? Okay. All right. Well, with that said, gentlemen, it was a blast. Well, gentlemen, have a good night. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get inside. <laughs> have a good one. All right. I'm going to get going. Bye. Night, sir. Happy Father's Day, folks. I'm going to head out, too. So talk to you, you guys later. Yeah, later. Bye. Bye. This is great. This is great oh. podcasting right here. Bartender, bring us another round. <laughs> uh oh. Either somebody's pouring a drink or somebody's pissing. Uh, who's gone? Yeah. Who's on first? <laughs> <laughs> Third base. <laughs> Aaron. Aaron? It's ridiculous. Not everybody lives in the armpit of the world. Oh, you're crazy. God, everybody See? sucks. Everybody sucks. I give up. Oh, God, Paul's here. I love oh, everything. You know, I am Gotham. I quit everything. Nah, you should just quit living. What the hell? He's a good guy, but, you know, whatever. Paul and Aaron hate everything. No, that's not true. I think it's garbage. And no matter how many times I tell you it's garbage, none of you listen to me. You need to keep drinking because you're... Yeah. You need to keep drinking because you're fucking wrong still. What the fuck happened to Superman? I didn't have my AOL disc all the way installed. (laughs) Nothing ever appealed to me in any way. No, I will not. Because Usagi's good. I won't read it. I'm filled up completely on Japanese comics. I need to not read any of it. You just need to free your mind, and the rest will follow. No. 75 to 185, 187 to 197, 199 to 200, 202 to 203, 206 to 211, 287, 300, 302, 304, 306 to 311. Every time I look at you, you got another something in your hand. Like, I'm drinking. I don't know. Well, I don't know. Those are the worst. Yeah. <laughs>
I like to keep it classy. Sorry, was I supposed to drink with my pinky out? God, there were there were just too many jokes I wanted to go with there. I just crashed and I just I, I couldn't do any of them. So much cooler before you started talking. <laughs> hey. Of course, it's always my fault. Haven't you learned this by now? There's only one word that should precede martini. That's dry. That's the only word that should come before martini. <laughs> what was that? Did you pass out? Paul passed out. We need cheaper glitter for our magic, though. Didn't I not send you a picture of a pile of Zima? Beer and blah, 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 right? Stone Cold ruining everything just like he ruined my goddamn childhood. I blame the Postal Service. I blame Aaron Bell. Fuck you, Bell. Fuck you, Bell. There's people actually living here. I'm going to yell at you. Uh, I have nothing to yell at you about, so that's what I'm angry about. Hashtag fuck you, Bell. Ronnie's my favorite. Membership comic books and beer. This motherfucker is going to make it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It didn't harm me at all, so I still love you. In all fairness, I don't even care to try. I don't need anything. I like Paul. Imitation is the sincerest form of flattery there. No, Sparky's going to need some editing. My producer is the best. Oh my god, here we go. Holy crap, I woke up to like 900 comments in that thread. <laughs> Everyone yelling about who's producers. I'm like, what the hell is going on here? Yeah, I, I like scrolled back. And yeah, like, we know. I'm like, eh, I'm just going to keep scrolling. I'm not even going to bother making like nonsense. <laughs> For that. Uh, the best part is Martin's like, no, he's all of our producer, blah, blah, blah. And then Sparky jumps in. Nope, I'm false. Yeah. I remember on our last episode of uh, Collecting Valiant, I've been trying to turn them around for like two days and get them edited and whatnot. And I told Martin, hey, I'll have it in another day or two. Like, just send it to Michael. And I'm like, no, you guys fucking abuse him enough. I'm not going to send him our trash. Man, abusing him? I am the only one that abuses him enough. No, (laughs) abusing him was sending him the last open bar that was four and a half hours that he made coherent for an hour and 15 minutes or whatever it was. <laughs> the man's good. The man's good. <laughs> this, this isn't very good podcast material. Not the good stuff. I see how we rate. We should figure out how okay. to get this murder shed on the road. <laughs> <laughs> Happy Father's Day to everybody in here. <laughs> hey, Aaron. Yo. Number nine. If you're counting how many times I've switched beers. Oh, you know what? I stopped. And I think this is like my third glass of Jack. Yeah, I gotta attempt to go down two flights of stairs to get myself more drinks in a minute. (laughs) (laughs) He's gonna attempt. It's so liberating to pee under the stars. (laughs) I don't believe it. I see one, two, three, four people to the murder shed. You know what? All you would have to do, though, is kick him in the back. And he wouldn't be able to chase you, so you could escape easily. Oh my god, he's totally gonna murder us, Ronnie. (laughs) Aaron, you are my son. Sneak upon you, gotcha! (laughs) If I'm not back in like an hour, call 911 and send them to my house. Like it just disappeared. (laughs) 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 Who's Paul? On Twitter. You're not supposed to think you're a pusher. Why don't you guys just come over to my house? Marinating steaks. Is that code for something? All people that are from Hoboken are assholes. Can you hear me now?
Yes, we can hear you, Ronnie. <laughs> I just told Ronnie to shut the fuck up. We're trying to have a conversation over here. Plug your ears, Aaron. Valiant sucks! Ronnie sucks. Yeah. Look, it looks like I have, like, 16 <laughs> different files of this recording. <laughs> <laughs> So Ryan's gonna release like the main podcast, and Aaron, you're gonna release like the the hidden tracks. No, no. what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna send Ronnie all of these files. And I'm not gonna I'm not gonna order them or anything. I'm just gonna give it to him and let him figure it out. And I should actually just delete all the metadata and just put random numbers. <laughs> this this is file twelve. This is thirteen. This is seventy-two. That'd be funny. For Ronnie, but then Ronnie's just gonna hand it all over to oh, yeah, Spark Bar. Yeah, I don't want to do that. Too. <laughs> You'll have to sort it all out. So anyway, <laughs> bartender, bring us another round. Uh, Aaron from uh, from the Nerdy Legion Podcasting Network. Aaron has no taste in anything. Aaron's <laughs> a good guy, but uh, he has no taste and he's full of hate. So. That wasn't terrible.